to the two grumpy men, C. Grooves and Bobby May in the building. Yeah, what it do, what it do, let's go. All right, all right. Oh, we got a special guest on the line, the educator extraordinaire, China Crawford. Give it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hi. Uh, how are you tonight, Miss Crawford? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm well. I'm well. Right. How are you guys? We're good. We're good. 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 So, uh, yesterday we, uh, you know, there was our, there was our, should we call this an article? Is it a blog that that was out that that, that you put out? What is? It? Um, it's a published article. Okay, so published on article. Medium. Okay, on Medium. Get the app. You can get on this. So. The name of the article is Open Memo to White Educators. We coming right at y'all tonight. No holes barred. We just gonna we just gonna get right into it. Mm-hmm. So, um and you wrote this article which was very uh, you know, it was it, it was truly powerful. Um and which is a much needed conversation with uh our white fellow counterparts in the education system. Um I guess the first question I have is what drove you to to even um felt like that you know you wanted to put this out and i mean i guess going through what we're going through right now in this time i'm, I'm sure that had some influence on you so or uh, was this already something you wanted to put out before how can you just let the people know um it definitely wasn't something that i wanted to put out before um this week you know with everything that's going on in society and it, every, where everyone every teacher that i know and everybody that i know is working from home um, we had, like, virtual meetings because I think that, like, everybody, districts, corporations, everyone is just, you know, in a rush to figure out what can they do um, to show allyship to black people, mm-hmm. and that is no different in school. And so um, in, in a work meeting that I was in, um, I just, you know, I continue to hear conversations um, just with, like, colleagues that I continue to just try to figure out what can they do. And um, other people that I know, my friends who are also educators, you know, we're all having the same uh, conversation around, like, our colleagues all trying to figure out what can they do. And then the answers that they come up with don't really align to um, serving students, serving black students. Um, it's, it's more around serving self or making you know, allowing, like, white guilt or appeasing to their white guilt, in a sense. And so um, I wrote the article out of frustration. The article that you see published is not the original. I really bled on the page the first time <laughs> I wrote it. Um, it was more, like, attacking, in a sense, but, like, I had to, like, um, make sure I was coming from, uh, coming from the standpoint that, you know, I wanted them to um, listen and then be able to um, act after listening, so mm. that's where it's from. Okay, because I, I, here's a paragraph that, that, that drew me in. Okay, I'm going to just read it back real quick. This is what drew me in. However, I do not write this as an update on what it's currently like to be black in America. This serves as a platform and challenging white educators serving in black communities to uphold their commitment to our students. These educators must become an ally in the work against anti-racism. It is urgent. It is crucial. It is necessary. So when I read that, I stopped right there. I just stopped. I paused, and 
I text Rob real quick. I said, damn. <laughs> I said, yo, she, this right here, like, I, I'm going to continue. But I said, she's she not playing right now. Like, so as I continue to read the rest of the article, I said, oh, okay. You know what? I, I know I know the frustration right there. You know, you you being a um, black woman, you in the school, you already know the environment that a lot of the kids come through in the in the um, community that you serve, right? You talking about Baltimore Public Schools, am I correct? Correct. Right. So, being very familiar with you know that scene in Baltimore, it's it's real down there, and it, they do they go through the same things that we do, you know, in New York on the same scale. It's just this less of a population, but the the plight is the same. So when you have white educators coming from different areas. You know, the attitude that they have expressed, because that's all I really knew coming up. I didn't have that many black teachers uh, coming up grades K to 8. You know, I could probably have like five, you know, maybe four. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not prevalent, mm -hmm. and it's always been that way. So you figure they come to the, to, I guess it's a quote-unquote ghetto, lower-income community to do their teaching and uh, build up their resume, and then they bounce and they go, other places, but they're not coming there to really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're not trying to feel your energy. They just dare to do their job and then bounce. They don't really want to be involved with the population. And I'm going to tell you something, as a teacher who was in the school when things like that was going on, you could see that. Like, uh, you, ain't, you don't really care about the kids. So when I read your paragraph, it kind of took me there and I said, okay, I need to know where she was going, you know. Like, was you going to punch him in the face or were you just going to grab their hand and be like, let me let me walk you over here to this room so you can see what I'm talking about. So when you that paragraph, because you, since you said you cleaned it up, because it's a powerful article. If, if that's your cleaned up version, then that's great. You know? <laughs> I mean, look, if that's cleaned up, that, 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 that's good. I mean, I like well, that. I that's, hey, I'm, I'm with that. I mean, that's great. You know, me, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm. I'm a little older. I, I don't care. You know, I would have probably put out the other version. It wouldn't have been published either. But so you were smart <laughs> to put it out. So when you wrote that, I guess my question to you is, is it your frustration with your white counterparts or, or do you feel like they need to be more involved in the process of actually educating since they are in the urban school? Um, when I wrote that, um, it was because I felt like there was a silence or there was a needed conversation that needed to, to be had with white educators. All over what we're seeing is people giving white people um, books that they can read, documentaries that they can watch, and how to become allies. That's what you see all over social media. You see everyone, you know, suggesting ideas for them. Um, however, um, as a teacher, you know, I look at things in a different, a little bit of different perspective, and I, I try to, like, listen to my students, but I, I like, I want to reflect my teachings to, um, in my, for my students, like, how my students feel, and so white educators take up a lot of space in black communities, and I think that it's really, it's, it's I don't want to say it's sad, but it's frustrating to know that you don't know what to do, or you don't know how to be an ally, um, from a community that you benefit off of, and mm. it bothers me 
because you stand in front of a classroom all day and you serve predominantly black children, but when it comes to, you know what I'm saying, matters um, of their lives and their livelihood and survival and, you know, just being treated as a decent human, um, you, you don't know what to say. You're confused. And that the only thing that you want to do is you simply want to post on social media. You want to post a black square. You want to say, you know what I'm saying, I support black lives, but, like, you don't have any action behind the words that you're saying. And so, um, you know, these white educators come into our communities through programs like, you know, Teach for America, um, teaching residency programs, right after college, um, oftentimes because teaching is an area in which we don't have, you know, it's, it's a high turnover rate. We don't have people who want to stay in the system for too long. It's too, it's challenging. We're underpaid. And, um, you know, they take up so much space. And for you to just, like, not even know what to do is, like, is a disservice to my children. And it's a, it's a disservice to me as a colleague. I think it's disrespectful, like, on so many platforms because you benefit from it, like, in so many ways. And I agree with you with the fact that they come into our classrooms. They come into classrooms. Sometimes they only stay for a year or two. A lot of those teaching residency programs only require them to stay for a year or two, and then they can use this um, background now to go level up and do something different that doesn't even have anything to do with children, anything, you know, and they don't even recognize the impact that they have from leaving children after only staying for a year or six months or two years and then just off and just leave, leave the kids. Um, you know, it's just a conversation that needs to be had. And um, I remember when I, wrote, when I wrote the article, my one of my friends, she was like, um, you know, her, she works at a predominantly white school. She's black. And she was like, you know, you know girl, um, you know, these white teachers, they dying to figure out what to do. They don't know what to do. <laughs> like, and so your article just serves as something just, just to start conversation on ideas on what to do, you know, because I think that, I mean, I think that, for so long, I'm, I mean, well, I shouldn't say for so long. As I'm watching my article, you know, become viral and people just talking about it, it just leads me to the question, like, what have what has white educators been doing all this time? Like, you know what I'm saying? You've been occupying spaces all this time. You haven't even, you haven't even, you know what I'm saying? You don't even know what the definition of allyship is. You know, you haven't really been fighting for our kids. You don't, you know what I'm saying, you're taking up space, you're teaching them something, but, you know what I'm saying, you're everything, you know, all the things that you, you choose to not um, be reflective on in your life with your biases and um, with racism and your white privilege and your white guilt and your whiteness, all these things that you are informed of, um, you bring those things into the classroom and you don't even recognize it. And, you know, yeah. that's the conversation that, you know, they don't want to talk about it, you know what I'm saying, well, like the moment... <laughs> The more we talk about it, they get all sad. They want to cry. Like, I don't want, I don't want to hear that. Like, I don't want to do something. All right. <laughs> I question. I got a question, though. Mm. So, so wow. I, I, and I agree with everything you said. I agree 100%. Absolutely. So, the, the, you know me. I, I got to do it. I got I to gotta play that role. Let's do it. <laughs> so, I mean, these white educators, yes, they come into our neighborhoods. They, like you said, through these programs. They come from all over because they... You know, they want to be a part of the city life, whether it's New York, the Baltimore's, Houston's, wherever it's at. And they have no understanding of what it is to be, you know, to teach these kids, to teach black kids, because they don't, this may be their first really in contact with this type of population. So, well, as in that form, is it, you know, is it really their fault or is it? 
the programs and the people that are exploiting these these these, these programs to put them in fault because they looking for a job right out of high school to pay back debt just as everybody else is and this opportunity by going through this program is going to help them pad their resume build uh you know experience and things of that nature so are we should be i know i mean we're going to hold them accountable but shouldn't we also hold accountable these programs right um i'm gonna i mean i agree but then i also feel like nobody forced your hand to become a teacher i didn't ask you i didn't beg you no no you didn't do that they don't but you gotta listen though you gotta you gotta remember they want they're coming out of college like, like anybody else looking for a job. Jobs then then job ain't so? knocking on your door. So yeah, I mean let, this opportunity so. comes when to I them. came out of college when I came out of college my first thing wasn't to become a teacher. I worked in retail. I had a black professor that told me, eighty percent of you guys when you graduate, you're not gonna be in the field that you think you are in. You're gonna be in another field to gain to gain understanding, to gain this, that, and the third, whatever, gain experience. You won't be in the original field that you thought of. So granted, when you sign up you know what I'm saying, to teach. Mm-hmm. You're not sign I mean, you're not signing up for just a check. You're signing up because you're impacting someone else's life. Like I don't sign up to be a doctor and just, you know what I'm saying, like I don't go through any schooling and I'm just I'm a, I'm an apprentice in the doctor and then I just go straight into doing surgeries. Who's gonna mm-hmm. trust that type of doctor? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? No if I all we all wanna get paid, but there are different ways that you can get paid too. That's not an excuse. That's not an excuse to go uproot someone's life. You know what I'm saying? We can't we can't use that. These programs too, yes, in a sense they do glorify, you know what I'm saying, what teaching is. But at the mm-hmm. same time they also tell you too that you're gonna be teaching in a challenging area. You're gonna be teaching in a challenging district. Mm-hmm. And it is not roses. And after all this time, all these teachers all these cities and districts with turnovers and people that don't stay for long and people that give feedback and tell you what it's like, you still sign up. So you hold yourself accountable. If you're not ready or you're not prepared to uphold your commitment to children, then you should not be in the field. And I, this I, is I agree. Work. I agree with you. I totally agree with, with, with you. But you, but you also have to, you can't, you also got to stay too. People need jobs when they're leaving. And if you're giving me a job, I'm going to take it because i got bills to pay. Yeah, and, you know, most well, people, a like you said. everything that you make. Yeah, no doubt. And like C said, you know, they take these jobs. They take these jobs because they're looking to, you know, build a resume and you know, so forth and so forth. Of course, all for black people. And they have no understanding when they get what they're really getting into. They really don't. They really don't have an understanding of what they're getting into to come teach in the Bronx, Baltimore, and these places because there's, there's nothing they've ever witnessed or seen before. They have no idea. They don't know what it's like to be a kid that parent is on maybe is on drugs or they live in shelters and all this other shit. They have no really idea of that. They can't even relate to that shit. So you know, I'm and I'm not getting them off the hook, but I'm just saying you got to put everything out there. When we, when we, when you had this conversation, they don't know what to do. They really don't know what to do because they never had to be questioned on what to do. So when, when we, when we now, when all this is going on, they have to. They're, they, they, they're confused. Of course, they're confused because they've never been challenged to have to answer these questions. So. 
this is this is why this is a much needed conversation because people have you know like you said when you start talking some people get offended some start crying some don't know what to do but at the end of the day it's a conversation that still must be had whether you feel guilt or not it's a conversation that must be had because people's lives are, are at stake and when and the fact that most of them when they do start teaching and they encounter black kids and don't know what and, and label them and put these labels on them, special ed, behavior issues and shit like that, it's fucking their lives up. And you know what I'm saying? But it's no, it, it's partly their fault. But I, I mean personally, I want, I'm, I'm going to hold the whole system accountable. I'm going right. to hold, I want to hold the fucking programs that allow this to happen. I want to allow, and them for taking the job because they, they just took it because it's just a job, not really understanding what the fuck they're getting into. Because here's the flip side of that. It don't, here's, here's the flip side no, I'm just saying, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it's just a job. I'm telling you, to them, it is just a job. Their mentality, I, but here, their mentality the, is it's just a job. I need to check. My parents ain't paying for me no more, and I got to find a job to do something. And I, I, this is the quickest way to pay bills. That's what I'm saying. That's how they look at it. That's their perspective. I'm not saying that it's just a job, because I understand working in social service that this is not a job. People's lives are at stake. You understand? I get. That. I understand that full well. But they're, they're not going to understand that. They're, they're not. They, they don't come from this shit. So I they're think not that's gonna an understand. excuse. That's not fair. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I don't. I don't agree with that because you have you have to you have to do the work. You have to do the work. Like you can't. Like I don't. If I sign up to be a drug dealer, if I sign up to be anything. There are consequences. I have to do the work. I got to do the legwork yes. to be there. And you how many drug dealers? And how many drug dealers when they get caught, they tell because they don't want to do the time. They they want to, they want to get paid, but they don't want to do what comes with what to deal with the consequences. It's the same shit for them. They don't want to deal with the consequences. They just want to check. They just want to check. And the system and, and it's the system fault because they underpay teachers. They lose quality teachers. Then you got to deal with all the, the fucking bureaucracy in the school system principals, the administrations, all that shit needs to be held accountable. Everybody has to be held accountable for the fucked up educational system. That's what it is. They have to all be accountable. Teachers, yes, because they're the ones in the classroom dealing with the kids, but the people that put these teachers unprepared in these situations got to be held accountable too. Let me tie it all together then because both of y'all saying what you're both saying is correct. So now let's look at these programs. Okay, they say that all right. They do this mass recruiting. They come into urban communities. They this or wherever. They they always trying to recruit people. So mm-hmm. they come in. They recruit you. I went through this process twice in the past ten years. You know, just to see because I didn't think they was gonna select me, but I went through it anyway. And I went for physical education the first time, and I went for um, a social studies teacher the second time, just to see. So here's one thing they tell they tell you when you come through this program like the Teach for Americas and all of that, if you if you get selected, you got to do three years, and then they're going to put you in a loan forgiveness program. So whatever your your loans were when you took out, to, you know, to become an educator, because most of them took education, they're going to pay those off after you do your three years, because that's your commitment. Then what some do, all right, let's say they get in. They don't really know what it is. They, they go into the fire. They do the three years, and let's say they like teaching. Now what they do, they go to the next level. They level up. They got three years in the classroom. They go to the grad level 
so they can go into the principal's academy. So that's why you got principals right now that's like 30. They 30 years mm -hmm. old. And they don't. They they was only in the classroom for three years. They thirty, and they're a principal. Now they're responsible for not twenty five kids, but they're responsible for two hundred and fifty kids. They don't understand them, especially if they're in our communities where the population is going to be higher. You know, in um places like Baltimore, New York, Houston, maybe people don't know, but those are segregated cities, uh, education wise. Because in in New York, I don't care where you are, like it's it's broken up. Your black kids go with black and, and Latinos, like they all go to school together, and whites and either they all go to school together. And you very rarely have a, a, a truly gentrified neighborhood where in a public school where all the kids are together. So they're leveling up, you know, like China said, they're leveling up on our backs. They don't know how to teach. They're not passionate. And I'm saying the majority of them. And now I'm going to just throw the dagger right at white women teachers, you know, because they're the ones that end up crying, you know, need need their hands held. Oh, I didn't know, you know, like, you know the effect that you have once you're in the classroom on these kids. They look for you for guidance, period. Then once you start teaching them, you know, then the bureaucracy comes in because it's what you're teaching. If you start teaching the truth, like real history, the bureaucracy comes from the top down, like, hey, that's not what we're doing over here. Teach to the test. Oh, don't, you can't give them that much information. You know, so I went, like I said, I went through the process. I went to the end, got to where you do the, uh, the mock demonstrations. So, you know, I don't know. I was like 40-something when I went through it. So, you know, maybe it was a, a age thing. They took, uh, you know, younger. They took a 21-year-old Latin, uh, Latin boy. They, they took a... Uh, uh, a 27-year-old white female, no teaching experience, like never worked with kids. But they, they, that's what they do because they feel like they're going to mold them into these teachers. But you, the people that's in leadership, they weren't even teachers, a lot of them. That's, so all they do is they get money to recruit all of these people that they're going to say are going to come into the system and change. And then you got all these black people, right, that's coming in. They're trying to teach they rejecting them while they're going through the process. That's why you don't see no black teachers like that, you know, especially black males. Like, you rarely see a black male in the school system. I don't care, I don't care what major city it's in. Like, you really going to see us because they don't get through that process. It's, it's done on purpose, too. So now, China, you in the school, you're like, yo, y'all need to get involved. I'm talking about emotionally now because, you know, kids, I, white kids got problems, too. Like, I, if I was in a, if I'm teaching in a mostly white school, shit, I'm on the outside looking in, too. Like, I don't know what y'all go through. You know, to me, y'all growing up privileged, you know? So, I mean, my view and their view, you know, I might be the only black person they see other than what they see on TV. Like, oh, I'm not Jay-Z. I'm not Steve Harvey. You know, I'm Mr. Grooms, you know. Mm -hmm. I lived in urban America, um, you know. Poverty level. I, I have degrees. Um, you know, I'm here to teach y'all. You know, no, I'm, I'm not your friend. You're not gonna call me a nigga. You know, none of that stuff. I will fuck your parents up if necessary. You know, <laughs> but we we just go through like we don't make it through the process. We just don't. That's that's part of the problem. So, it, but y'all both saying the same thing. It makes sense if you get into this field. 
you should be getting in for the right reason. The right reason is five years from now, ten years from now, a child should remember, oh, Miss Crawford did this. Mr. Mailer did that. Mr. Grooms was able to show me this. You know, that's what teaching is. It's about life and growth development. Like I've had kids come to me 15, I run into a kid 15 years later. Yo, Mr. Grooms, thanks for showing me real history or, or caring about me. I used to come to school. I wasn't eating. Damn. You know, I kind of figured that. I didn't know, but I, I showed them. I treat, you, you know, you give yourself. You show them, yo, I care. You know, like you got to show them that you care. Like it ain't just about, yo, learn this, learn that. Like anybody, a robot could do that. Well, that's what they want you to be, though, son. They want you. To I be, know they want they you to be the robot, have, but, they, so, but so, so that's why they gotta get. They gotta put. They gotta put those people in the classrooms because if that's, that's part of their initiative. So <laughs> they, they have to keep it in. Yeah, that's true. That's they true. have to. Then, I mean, they don't want. They want them to, to go by the book. Somebody like you, when you go through a program, and I struggle with it. When you go through a program like that, and you're and you're later on in life, in your late thirties, forties, and shit like that, they don't want you. Because you're stuck in your ways. You have ways already. You've already committed to the way who you are. And if they can't mold you and make you who they want them to be, you're not going to listen to a, 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 a 30-year-old principal or some shit like that. You're going to look at them like, man, fuck out of here. I've been teaching. for. I've been in this field. I, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to keep it honey with you. The evaluators were like 30, 30, 33. Not, there's nothing wrong with that. But so when, I, when, I, my, when my resume hits the table, I make it that far because – you can't keep the resume back. So when I make it there, they just want to meet you a lot of times. Yeah, they just want so to now, meet you. See, who is this dude with 25 years experience, 15 in social services and 10 in athletics, teaching and all of that? I, I taught in 1994. And they like, yo, hold up. Who is this guy? <laughs> so then, You know what I'm saying? So when you get there and the <laughs> that evaluator. That shit was a long time ago. That shit was a long time ago, <laughs> 1994. So they wasn't even born. You know, see, I'm talking about, because this is like 2015 when I went. So if you're 30 in 2015, like, shit, I, I mean, wh when were you born? 1995? Uh, no, 2005. No, no, 85. 80, yeah. So, yeah, you born in 85. 80, yeah. So, yeah, you born in 85. So, I mean, you evaluating me, and you looking at my resume like, damn, he's been, he been, he been working for 25 years. I'm only 30. Yeah. So I'm I'm listening to you. I'm trying to get a job now, right? I'm trying to get in because, you know, I'm going to bring in some more black males. Like, yo, they really hiring. Yo, come on. You ain't got no nah. criminal record. Let's go. Like, I'm trying to bring dudes in with me. We ain't getting nowhere. Whether we got degrees. And I've seen other old, I've seen dudes older than me trying to get up in the, in the spot. It was like, nah. They took the real energetic person who had the, I'm talking about very energetic. You know, took them, but they ain't going to have no control of their classroom. You're going to be working in the Bronx, dude. I'll tell you right now, your attitude in the Bronx, nah, that shit ain't going to work. You need to have command of your classroom. How you get command? Show them respect, make them respect you, and they got to know that you love them for real because kids know. They know if you give a fuck or not, and if you don't, then, of course, they're going to give you that shit. But here's the complex that our kids go through. They, a lot of them think that the white teachers are better because in the world that they're viewing, that white is supposed to be the best. 
not knowing that, like China said, they're struggling to teach us because here's the reality. Even though they call on a special ed, no, you just don't know how to teach them. They're actually gifted. It, it, the, the special and back in when I when we were in school, Rob, the the gifted and talented kids was a special ed, but on the positive end. You know what I mean? Like we didn't have the behave the behavioral issues, so we we just excelled. The ones that have behavioral issues, they put them in the you know in the basement. That don't mean they wasn't smart. They just you couldn't control them. So that's where the whole medication thing came in. And then all of a sudden, here come you know a bunch of white teachers, and they just took over but they don't know how to teach us because you know mentally we smarter than them they don't know how to do the shit that we do how do you how do you teach them and keep them under control yo don't ask me no stupid shit like that <laughs> like you gotta like if you care about the kid so i understand your struggle china i've been there ra's been there but you know we at the age now where we like you know what we went back there we tried to get in they was like nah Y'all too stuck in your ways. You know, y'all come in here and fight the system. Like, I don't care if my principal's 35. Like, I'm 50, my principal's 35. No, I kick the real shit. I'm with you. But if it's going to be about this bubbling, bubbling in holes, you know, for the test, come on, man. What the fuck are we doing? So if you're really trying to teach, you know, it, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts your heart, man. And, and pulling them in, them aloof, they aloof. The one she's talking about, the young and the, I'm talking about the young white teachers that's aloof that's coming in, doing their three years or in bouncing, becoming principals. You 33, 34, you're a principal, you only taught three years. You don't know shit about behavior of our kids. I mean, I, I mean the, the article just, I think the article just really shows the pain that, uh, you know, a black teacher is going through. And uh, I mean, it, it really does. Uh, I mean, if you haven't read it, it's going to be posted. So, although you know, we gonna post it again. It's powerful. I'm gonna keep it up because yeah, it's a powerful. It's a powerful thing that must. I think all teachers should read it, uh, especially all teachers of color. I mean, I think white teachers should read it as well, so they can. You know, it's all about learning. I mean, when you're a teacher, it's about you also learning yourself, and you, you know. Everybody should be learning all the time. Uh, I mean, I, I think, like I, like my man C said, the article was well, I mean, it's just well written. The, I mean, it was just ironic that the, the article, when I saw the article, and then the, the same day, um, a friend of mine, her name uh, Renee, like she is a, uh, she's a, she has principal certification, but she's an assistant principal. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, they had a meeting in their school with uh, virtual, rather, they, with the white teachers and the black teachers, trying to get the white teachers on board with empathy, um, how to teach during this situation, you know, what's going on with all of the protests. Like, they had a real meeting about it, and her attitude was like, you know what, we've been holding white teachers' hands for decades. You know, so you know what? You they feel need, that way, Miss? Do you they, feel they, that they way? Need, they need to come in, they need to fall on their face and learn it themselves. They need to take when they leave here, they need to go in their own neighborhoods. They need the ones to be the teaching anti-racism. I'm not teaching you shit. This was the this was the real mm -hmm. conversation that was going on, and I'm sitting back like, wow, what the fuck? And I just read the article, and I know Renee ain't read it yet, so I'm gonna send it to her because I know that they had a meeting specifically about white teachers in the black classroom. Like that's what the meeting was about at that level. 
But this is all administrators. Have you had, have y'all had those meetings in China? <clears throat> have y'all had those kind um, of meetings? No. No. Um, you know, I don't want really to talk about like my school in general, but just like no. Okay. I just think that I, I mean I agree I agree with that. Um, I think a lot of black educators feel that way is that I'm not going to take my time and teach you work that you should have been doing. You should do because you're in this field. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, I'm not disagreeing that the system isn't messed up, mm-hmm. but, you know, maybe we have to dismantle the system from the bottom up because trying to attack people who are at the top and not listening and funding is not where mm-hmm. it's working. So let's mm-hmm. start with creating allyship with people who are in the classroom with children okay. that we serve. Okay. Um, this, this job is rooted in servitude, and so you make a commitment to... Um, uphold and serve serve a child to help make them the best of their ability um, because it's not just about you and your future and getting older but it's it's really rooted in that child understanding that they're trying to make something of themselves and it starts with your classroom and um, I do agree that like it's not it's not my responsibility to teach you how to do this work like it's, it's just not it's not my responsibility to teach you how to do this work. I have to learn. I have to grow up being black every day. My students have to grow up being black every day. And we have to learn how to operate in a society that hates us just because we're a certain color. That's right. And no one is teaching me how to be black. No one's giving me courses on what I have to do, even though the system is, is fucked up, even though the system is the way that it is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? No one, no one is doing that for me. So why do I have to hold your hand and do that for you? When there's so many books, so many resources, so many documentaries, so many stories being told, you know, that you should, you should want to do the work because, it's a, because you're working with children, because it's a child. There is, um, you know what I'm saying, there's a special place in your heart to even allow you to even want to work with children. Like, you know what I'm saying, to even have the, the patience and the time to, to deal with another person's child, to pour into another person's child. And you were practically raising these children. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. I raised children for 180 days. That's true. <laughs> 180 yeah. school days. Right. They spend as much time with me as they spend with their parents. Absolutely. And so I can't, you know what I'm saying, I can't eat. If you are making this commitment, it is, more, it is more than a check. I can't, you know what I'm saying, I'm not disagreeing that the system is not messed up. I'm just agreeing that if you are looking for a check, you know what I'm saying? You you come to realize, like, even people who, who think that this, this job is just a check, they come to realize that you're working really hard for this check. Mm-hmm. And they realize it's not even, and they don't know if it's even worth it at the end. Mm-hmm. Some of them end up leaving and going to go work in retail because it's just like, I can't do it. Yep. And so this is, the, that's what I'm saying. Like, these are educators that are here, and I'm not even referring to those. I'm just referring to the people who are in school systems for a while, whatever, Working with kids who want to know what to do, this is why the memo is written for you. Because you have to, for you have to understand what your whiteness um, is, what white guilt is, what white privilege is, and you have to understand how those implicit biases show up in your classroom. And until you do the work, they will always show, they will always show up in your classroom. They will show up in your lessons. They will show up in the way you interact with children, and they will impact this child for the rest of their lives. And that is not fair to children. When, when are you gonna write another one? Because you know, when I, because I'm looking, no, because I'm looking at it right now, right? Cause, I'm oh, looking serious. at it too. I'm no, serious, at it because because I was reading, I read it, you know, and I'm list like the bullet points, like just uh, 
you know, all right. I I, I don't I don't even want to date myself saying like as a as a five percenter, I'm going when you said knowledge, right? I said, you know, knowledge, what do I need to know? And you like, as teachers, we are students of life. I was like, damn, okay. Bang. She went in, bang, bang, you know, bang the first first sentence. I said, okay, then I got to work. What do I need to do? You know, what do I need to do to, to support our students? Work and wisdom go together for me because, you know, that's how you, you know, gain wisdom is through the work, like what you actually do, trial and error. And then you bullet pointed mm-hmm. the work. You said the integrity, integrity. the implement. And involvement. So now, bang, bang, bang. Like so, yes, yeah, so you should have integrity, right? You figure like, damn, I'm teaching. Like once you realize what I'm doing, right? Because you have to ask yourself that question: What do I need to know? So that's your knowledge. Now you got to do the work. Be, have integrity about your work. Implement it, and be involved in the development of the student. So I'm going like, damn, okay. And then the end understanding is listening. You got to listen first in order to comprehend and understand, and then. You just repeat the cycle. You got to keep doing it for each kid. Every kid needs that. And it requires a lot of energy. So I was reading that. I said, damn, you, you, you gave a whole yeah. lecture. Like, you know, that was a whole lecture, a whole big picture on a small canvas. And, and, and the whole, everything is covered. And now yeah. you're looking at everything in your face. Like you can't, you know, in a big picture, you could hide some things in the background. Oh, I never noticed that. No. With the way this is written, like, you notice everything that's in there, what are you going to do? Are you going to be the teacher that you signed up to be? Or you got to keep it moving? You know, because people like yourself, like, you're going to be the people that dismantle the system. I mean, that's, that's, that's just the reality. You know, we can help from the background. You know, we can do what we can do. But... They don't want to hear from us. We too, we, first of all, we, we older, set in our ways. We too radical. They tied our asses. All right? They don't want us in there. What they didn't expect is that the people that came behind us was going to be more passionate, more involved, and really understand the link between education and how it's supposed to set you for life. You know, to, to steer the, we, you're trying to steer kids away from the school to prison pipeline, and they're trying to keep it open. you busting holes in the pipeline and you know then it's at this point it's like where do you want to go do you want to stay because you know a teacher going up top leveling up becoming an administrator you know that's a whole different ball game it's the same thing but if you keep your passion whoever is in your district y'all could be the model for how the rest of the district should be because this that right there was required required reading you know, and I'm definitely going to pass that around because I know yeah, plenty yeah. of educators. educators exactly. The irony is that they had one of them that I know had that conversation yesterday with administrators. That, yeah, that was the conversation they had. But that's the funny thing, though, right? When you live, like, because you guys are in the city and I'm in the suburban area, those conversations aren't being had. Like, those conversations, and, these, and those same black kids are looking at the same thing. They're not in the city environment, but they're also being mistreated in their schools as well by saying white educators. So, I mean, it's all across the board with mm-hmm. them. They just have no mm-hmm. understanding for black children. They have that, and they have no empathy for black children. And I, I think that statement, and as I look at this, or 
that really that that, that that was that says sums it up or true is that true allyship is rooted in constant self-reflection and awareness, self-awareness that promotes self-development. Like, Damn! Like, wow! I mean, look in like, the mirror. Can, can you ding that shit any more than that? Ding, ding, ding! Like, right. I that's mean, that's, like, that's telling you look in the mirror <laughs> at yourself. Like, you know, like you're know reminded of a Michael Jackson verse where they like look in the mirror and find yourself. You know what like, I'm saying? Because like, if you, you don't, you can't teach us. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, when you read this, if you were educated and you read this, whether you black or white, and you have to look at this and say, damn, I mean, I got a mm -hmm. lot, I got I to do better. I got to do better. I got to do a lot better. You know what I mean? Like, sound like you got you got public speaking in your future, China. You know, <laughs> you know, because, I don't think so. No, seriously, but nah, I think I'm I mean, serious. I mean, you can't, you can't shy away from it now. Head. You hear? You hear? your it's here. Like when you write that, you, you know what it reminded me. You remember the scene and that what movie was that with with Tom Cruise is in it? They was like she's showing me the money. I forgot the name of that movie, man. With with, with Cuba Gooding, he wrote this oh. memo. That the industry, like, it's like an Jerry open McGuire. secret. Jerry, Jerry Maguire. Like, he wrote this memo, and it's like, it's the real stuff, but nobody wants to do it because it requires too much of giving and changing themselves because people are stuck in their ways. And, you know, there are the people that slide through, they, you know, to try to get a check, and then they realize, like, oh, I really got to take this serious. So some people do change, and they become better teachers. And then some people say, I can't do it no more, and they bounce. You know, so, I mean, it's real. Education and social services, they go hand in hand. You know, that's why, you know, I, I've been on both sides. I said, damn, you know, I know what the kids deal with. But when you try to get in, you know, black men in particular, when we try to get into the system, we run into a lot of roadblocks. And But I, I'm glad that a lot of black women are actually, you know, getting into the system and becoming leaders. You know, it helps, you know, and but. I always get that question. Yo, see, yo, why come, how come the black males can't get up in the system? I, I just tell them the truth because they don't want us there. You can't have well, us. I there. don't know. Um, you know, I agree and I disagree. Mm -hmm. But I don't know because maybe in my own community because, um, you know, black men are needed. They want black men in our school. They always you know, say I that. Think that. I yeah. think that, though, um, I think that we have this this collective belief that we have to go through a particular program to get into it. Um, but it took me, we have to go through a particular program to get it, but it took me, you know what I'm saying, being rejected out of a program and getting into it outside of it. Mm -hmm. And so I just feel like, you know, more conversation needs to be had on the fact that you don't have to go through a program to validate your value in the education system. And I think that that's the problem that we also have too. You know, we rely on these programs you know, we rely on these certification tests to validate our value and where we're needed in education, and that's just not it. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, my children, I have had students always ask me why, you know, my, my students tell me, why are all the black teachers who are in the building, black male teachers in the building, gay, Ms. Crawford? You know, they, they'll ask that question. You know, mm -hmm. and these are coming from children, not to say that that's a problem, but these, these are real authentic questions that I can't even answer. I can't answer that. Not, you know, not to say your sexuality um, has anything to do with what a child feels, but the, the fact of the matter, these are real questions that kids want to know no, because they want to see everyone. They want to see a diverse 
a diverse group of black people in there. It shouldn't just be one. Why, you know, they ask me, why do we always have so many black women teachers, Ms. Crawford? Why are there not enough black male teachers? Mm-hmm. No, they ask those questions. They want people to be there, and I just think that we have to figure out ways to enter into a system, um, you know, that does try to keep us out, but also to recognize that we don't have to go through programs um, to get into it. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. I mean, yeah, that, well, I mean, that's that sounds like a solution to me. You know, that, that I mean, very, very well written. Um, you, you just explained it, you know, even more in depth and gave some solutions, you know, I, like I said, I, I see, I see a lot coming from this, you know, I, I do. So if that's where you right now, that's your passion that, you know, teaching and activism, they, they do go hand in hand because it is a war in education. And that's a fact. Like it's been going on for a minute. We just, we just survived it. That's all, you know, we survived. And, um, I mean, whatever you need. I mean, we we will be here because it's necessary. It's it's a real war. Like right now, the kids they not. I, I'm I'm just going because I, I got three kids in school right now, and they just some of the teachers go through the motions, and then once they get to that, once they get past third grade, and it's all about that test, it's a wrap. You know, it's 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 that's all they care about. They do need to break the system down. They do. We need people that actually give a damn. So keep pushing. We with you. There's others out there just like you. Y'all the ones that got to push through. And those are real questions that the kids are asking. Why aren't there more black males in the school? Then on top of that, the ones that are here, so why why all of the teachers are gay? You know, that are black and are male in there. Like, that's not the only representation of us. But that's how, you know, you're talking about the the impressionable children that's in there, they need to see a mixture of 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 what they do. Like we do have black male gays, but everybody that's black male isn't gay, and in, in, in the teaching, like, and we all. I'm not gonna be singing to you. Hey, you know, yeah, let's do it this way. I'm gonna be like, yo, let's go, let's get some work done here. Like the aggression is different. Like I got a deep voice. I don't know. Well, I, I, I accountability. That's it, accountability. Mm-hmm. I mean, the aggression, the aggression is just rooted in accountability. Um, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, they, they tie you being aggressive with just you holding somebody accountable, you know. I yeah. guess that I'm mean all the time, but it's just that I have high expectations of you because the world doesn't. So that's but okay. it's accepted from me. a woman teacher. Like, <laughs> all the black women teachers mm-hmm. that I have, like, that I had in, in, in school, because I had, like, four of them, they, they were no nonsense. They had expectations. And if you ain't if you didn't meet the expectation, because once they get through all of your clown stuff that you do as a student, they was on my ass. They was like, no, you're going to do some work. I expect you to do this. And they'll let me know. And, you know, they'll tell me. Then if, if, if they ain't like that, they go to moms and pops. And after that, you know, it's either straighten up or get that ass whipped. So I straightened up, you know, but became the best student I could be at that level, which was in elementary school. Now, once we got to middle school, that was different. You know, I was about, you know, I, I, after you leave school, you got to fight to make sure you could wear your sneakers home and shit. So, fuck school <laughs> when I got to middle school. But elementary, yeah, I was a very good student. You know, that, you know that, that's the truth. Yeah. But, I mean, Rob, what you got? I, I yo, mean, I, bro. I mean, I was like a, you know, 
I mean, I, I'm just glad. Thank you for coming on, making time to come on the show and uh, talk about your article. You know, because I think, like I said, I, I think it's a I think it's a conversation that um, that's needed. I think that it's an article that needs that everybody needs to, to post to read. And um, you know, I, once again, man, it's just a great article. I think it was great. Like I told her when when I read it, it all it brought tears to my eyes. I was like, damn. You know, because, you know, I went to private school my whole life pretty much. So I had one black teacher. That was, like, late in high school. So, you know, I mean, you don't get that type of, you know, that care, you know. And so it's important. It's, like, really important. And as a person who's worked with kids with behaviors or who's been labeled with behaviors and, you know, I know a lot of these teachers put false labels on them because they can't deal with them, and that bothers me because you, you, you know, you taking, you knocking a kid down that really you didn't take a chance to, you didn't take the time to understand them, and a lot of times they scared, you know, it's a whole lot of, it's a lot of shit, you know, it's a lot of shit in the game, so, you know, it's, it, 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 it's a joy to read things like this, but it's also like we gotta, you know. We gotta put everything in a perspective and and find out where we can start to build the action and and follow through with these things and and, and start knocking the the blocks down one by one. You know, whether it's by having a conversation, uh, calling out calling out our white educators, calling out the system, and letting them know that as you know as as black people that you know we tired of this shit. This shit has got to end. Like we 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 dealt with a lot of shit. We we deal with the red line and we deal with the lack of education, the bad books. We deal with a lot of shit, and our kids still make it through this shit and become successful. And 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 just imagine if we had the same tools that everybody had in better neighborhoods and things like that. What would we be then? And I think that you know, I, I keep always you know this. There's, there's so many quotables in this. In this, in this article that I love, I'm, I'm, you know, I think the last, the last sentence too was like, was just like a, like dynamite. Like, I read somewhere that cops were once students too. Imagine mm. who our students will become once we do the work. I mean, damn, that just, you know, <laughs> that right yeah. there, that that hurt, that that pulled at my heart, and I, I just like, I mean, this shit is powerful, bro. You know. We get on here every day. I mean, we get on here once a week. We do this, and we passing on knowledge to a lot of people. And you know, when we run into and we run in and we get the chance to speak to people who can, who also is applying that knowledge. I mean, it's just powerful shit we putting out here for our people. And once again, I mean, great article, China. I don't know how many of we. Thank you. I mean, you deserve your flowers. And I just shared it. I shared it with my um, principal know. friend, you know, sister principal. Yeah, I'm saying I just shared. I just shared. I told. I tagged her like, you must read this. Being a, I did. I read her IG post earlier. She gonna read it. She'll get back to me. You know, she is the one Rob that wants to, you know, start the uh, charter school. Yeah. And you know, she's been gathering a lot of information. And we just, I don't know. Once people start working and. You know, you get you get both feet in the mud. You know, it's hard to come out and go and do your own thing. You know, but she she assures me that that's still <laughs> a plan. So, I mean, we are still young technically. You know what I mean? In, in, in this in this field, 
we are like we're middle aged for real because you know we're not young, but we definitely mm-hmm. not old. I mean that's how they look at us, you know. But you know, we we also hardhead because we know real history, so you know they don't yeah they don't really want to mm-hmm. fuck with us. Like that's, yeah, they, they just don't. This, but I, this, this is what article, we're here for. This article right now has uh it has eighty two claps. We need to we we need we we need to get this to like a thousand. Right, right. <laughs> we need this in more hands. So, you know, we're going to do our part, and we're going to post it in every everywhere we at, and ed- pass it on to educators, to our, my principal friends and teacher friends, and, and we're going to let them read, and we want them to take on this fight, too. We want everyone, you know, it's all hands on deck right now. Everybody's yeah. hands is on deck. we at a critical stage in, 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 in this society, and right now everybody's got is going to be held accountable. And, you know, whether you protesting, marching, whatever you're doing, as long as you're contributing to the betterment of, of our people in society, that's what we want, you know. That's what we want, really. That's what we're trying. We just want equality. And, you know, just like every, you know, what they give to the to the mother people. So, you know, we ain't going to keep you no longer, Miss Crawford. We appreciate you for mm-hmm. hanging out with, our, with, our, with us night owls. And, right. Uh, sharing, right. Your, sharing your experience. You, you're welcome back anytime. You know. Anytime. You I have begged. I have, I've been begging her to come on the show to talk her ish. <laughs> and you know, I mean, I, I, I don't man, got nothing to talk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I doubt that. You had a lot to say. I doubt that. You got a lot. You got a lot to say. And you got more. You got more. We'll ease you in. I mean, you know. You know, we trying. I just want her to break. Break, you know, get a taste of it. Hopefully, you come back, right? You know, and we, you know, we love to have you on because we we big on education. We want to we want to help the youth. We want to make sure those in, in in urban areas have the things or getting getting the things they need. We want to, you know, grumpy men. We for everybody. We everywhere. We want to help every. We want to we want to be a part of whatever the fight is. We want to be there, and you know what I'm saying. And like I said. Mm-hmm. We definitely are allies for your cause it. and anything you need, you know what I'm saying? Grumpy men, we be more sponsor whatever you trying to do and uh show the love to the youth, you know what I mean? So definitely, you know, once All again. Right. Appreciate it. Appreciate love. it very much. Um All an right. open member to white educators is up on medium. Um I'm just trying to hold white educators accountable because being a teacher is like being a heart surgeon. You're working into the core of what we do. Um and that's, you know what I'm saying, we're trying to change lives. And so let's start a conversation. Let's do some work. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Excellent. Excellent work, girl. All right. Thank uh, you guys for having me so much. I appreciate it. We appreciate you. Thank yes, you. Yes, we appreciate you. Yes. Bye. Now go ahead and go get some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Good night. All right. Good night. Good night. Oh man, yo, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, hey, Shana Crawford, ladies and gentlemen, educator, passionate, yo, kept it all the way, all the way a hundred, all the way a hundred, all the way up for real. Like yeah, yeah. you know, it's a conversation that you know, you know what I like about it though. In reality, is is from the. The, the younger part of our generation, like mm-hmm. they are, see people like her are not gonna let this flame go out. 
you know, because, you know, because, you know, we got to our stage and we like, yo, you know, we, we need to reach back and get the youth and show them the way with they'll we can teach them, but they got to do the work because we we can't teach and do the work at our age the way that it needs to be done. Like the boots on the ground. Yeah, go ahead. Y'all mobilize that. You know, we could lay down the blueprint show you how it's done, tell you what not to do because we know what doesn't work and we know what does. does. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But they can do it and we can be the people that they come to like, all right, well, what's next? What do we do in this? Uh, you know, it's because there are natural born leaders out here, you know, and if you're passionate and you have your, you know, you have your head together, you can galvanize people and then, you know, we can put the shield around you and make sure that you can, continue to walk and do your job, you know, what you were put here to do, you know, the role that you play, you know, teaching and activism is real because once you get inside and you see that, yo, they really trying to stifle our kids, you damn right you're going to stand up and do something about it. And then you got your counterparts who she, you know, aiming the gun at like, yo, what y'all going to do? Y'all going to join this fight? The fight is trying to teach them. It ain't what you think that they are. Forget all of that. You a teacher. You with us or you with them out there? Because, right. you know, education, she's right. The, the parallel between, you know, educating and uh, enhancing somebody's mind, it is the same as being a doctor and trying to be a surgeon, you know, trying to save a life over here. Over here, we trying to maintain their lives mm-hmm. to keep it from breaking down. We got we to gotta build them up. We ain't got to tear them down. We got to keep them maintained because a teacher is in the life of a student just as much as a parent is. I can tell you that right now. From 8 to 3, that's a lot of damn hours, okay? You know, if you really do the math, and then when you get home, you know, how long is a kid really up, you know? Kid is up maybe what? From 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 from, from when you're home. 6, mm. 6 to 9? Mm. With your kid like 3 hours. Teachers with your kid like 7. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the numbers, unless you got a hard three hours where, you know, you actually learning something from your parents, because that's how some of us is built. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we always teaching. You know, we got to lighten up sometimes, because I know I've had to scale it back. Like, all right, let me just, all right, you ain't ready for Marcus Garvey yet. You know what I mean? But <laughs> you could learn this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because, you know, I don't want to burn them out either. You know, especially when they're in their teenage years. From 10 to 18, they already feel trapped because they feel like they have to go to school. There is no if, and, or but. You know, like, they, they, they feel there's an obligation there that they have to fulfill. So I know I felt that burnout. I was about 16. I was like, damn, I got two more years of this shit. And then I knew that I had to go to college. You know what I mean? Like, there was no if, ands, or buts. Like, getting a job, like, okay, yeah, I could get a job, but no, your ass is going to college, and I knew that. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like, so when I'm 16, you know, going into 11th grade, like, I'm I'm counting, like, damn, I got six more years of this shit. But, you know, I grew, I evolved, you know, you meet people, you know, yeah, you know, you hold each other up, you know what I'm saying? Keep us, like she said, accountable. Mm-hmm. And that's one word in our community that... It's just, it's lacking. And, you know, I remember the brother was on here, the authors, you know, Sai Keen, Cool Tom, you know, mm-hmm. said the same thing. Our people lack accountability. Not that they don't know what it is. They, like, some people are just comfortable, and they say, fuck it. They don't want to do it. 
but spinning the wheels, you're moving into the protesting. Yo, what's what's up, man? What's going on, man? Son, it's a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this shit is like, it, it's getting, it's, it's, you know, I mean, like I said, I, I, you see the, the protest, I mean, some people are mad that people are just marching and protesting, some, you know, and, you know, it's just, you don't know what's authentic from what's really not authentic, you know what I mean, last week we spoke on, you know, a lot of infiltration into the protest, now it's once now that now that's pretty much calmed down. It's not been a lot of that since they put uh, military on the street and heavy police now on the streets and so forth. And you know, so now it's more it's back to the it's peaceful and no 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 tearing up of properties and things like that. Cause that's like you know people was losing their mind over that. Right. So now it's back to just protesting, and you know, they're protesting in front of the White House. They're protesting everywhere, and I get it. You know, you listen. Whatever you choose to do, whatever you feel that's your contribution to this fight, please do it. That's whatever you know. Everything is needed in this fight because you know it's not going to be one approach that wins the that wins the fight. It's mm -hmm. going to take many styles to win this fight. You understand? So it, it's going to take a lot. It's going to take the protesters. It's going to take the the people. It's going to take people like China who write article, write the articles, and make it go out there and 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 and, and, and attacking issues. It's going to be like people like us who do podcasts, who's out there posing those hard questions and talking true facts about what's really going on, and not the men, not the gaming shit that we see on TV. Mm -hmm. Everybody's playing their role, you know. Whether you posting on social media, whatever you do, and you're trying to bring awareness to it, and it's authentic from your heart, then do that, please. Then do that because what we're going up right now, we're going into uncharted waters with this fight. And if we're going to continue this fight, then we need to make, we need to have, not only do we need account, not only do we need to be holding, you know, our white allies or white people accountable or, or you know, pulling them, you know, letting them know about their privilege and things like that. Mm -hmm. We as black people need to have an agenda. We need to start thinking of an agenda. We need to have an agenda. We need to start, like you said, Accountability. That's the word for the night. Accountability. Word. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, it's, it's time for us to be accountable. Like, you know, I, I, every day you read and you read and you keep hearing, you hearing celebrities, well, we got to go out and, you know, we got to go out and vote for Joe Biden because we can't have Trump. We can't have another this of Trump. I mean, at this point, neither one of these motherfuckers is, is our ally. Mm -hmm. Neither one of these dudes is our ally. Neither one of them... It's to the benefit of, the, of black people, uh, people. You know what I mean? So right, right. At this point, so I was posed on a question where, uh, you know, do we just do black people just say, you know, fuck it, don't vote, like fuck it, it's like hold all our shit back, hold our money back economically, and hold our votes back at this point. Like, what is voting? There you go. I'm glad you brought that up because what does it really do? Here's where we fail mm -hmm. as a people mm -hmm. because 
we going, we putting all of our chips in on the voting when in reality there's multiple layers to this shit. Mm-hmm. Voting is one aspect, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, when you vote, prior to voting, okay, you have to have a plan in place to say, you know what, we're going to spend our money in a certain way. Like when you see the boycott, when we have to go backwards now because the Montgomery bus boycott was very successful, but it, it lasted a year. Mm-hmm. People can't do shit for a day. Barely. No, they can't. That shit lasted for a year. So, you know, they they boycotted. They so they pulled their they pulled their money and said, "Yo, we're not spending it on this bus uh, on this bus company. We're gonna uh, carpool and we're gonna pull all of our money out." So now, when they pulled their money out, what they created was leverage because now you bankrupting the system that was trying to live off of your back because you're the one that's going to work. So they're trying to eat off of you, and now you pull your money. They can't eat off of you, right? So now you have that in play. Now, so what emerges out of that are your frontline leaders, the people who are going to be in charge of speaking to the lawmakers, the policymakers, the congressmen, if they're not going to run themselves. Because you need policy change. So, see, voting is one thing. So you need voting. You need policy change. You need an economic plan to say we're not going to spend on white establishments. Now, I've said all that to say that back then, the Montgomery bus boycott, although successful because they were able to pull their money out and um, make a dent, and and show the uh, oh, white co- the white shirt. You know what I'm saying? They they, they made a debt. They bank they they went bankrupt. They they bank. That's what I'm saying. They they, they, they bankrupted the white bus, bus company. company. They did. They bankrupted them. But in the meantime, they was also yeah Martin Luther King and the SNCC movement and that whole group. They were going to law to to the um, lawmen to get policies changed. They was having that fight. The only thing that they didn't do. When they pulled their money out and started pooling it and got away and they bankrupted the white company, they could have just rocked with the black bus company that was already in effect. They could have made them. They, you know, because you got to spend your money. Black people need to spend their money with black businesses. Yeah. It, it, that doesn't mean that you don't, you know, if you don't want to rock with a, it's nothing against, I'm talking about black people. I'm not talking about Indian, Asian. I'm not talking about people of color. I'm talking about black people. You got to spend your money there build up an economic base okay then you need people you the same way that we raise up kids to go uh, become athletes and uh, you know lawyers and things of that we need congressmen you know people that make laws like you know we need to start king making we have to do that that's what we haven't we missing all the pieces so here we go oh Trump is here yeah we know he got selected the Electoral College selected him they select every president as quiet as it's kept because we keep saying the same shit you vote indirectly you place your vote to the elector and the elector is the one who places their vote they they're supposed to vote with you morally but they don't have to your elector might be a piece of shit you know that that you know for for your district mm-hmm. he might be he or she might be a piece of shit like I, I, yeah, they want me to vote such and such. I'm a vote over here. They don't have to agree with you. They just don't. So we miss the vote every single time for the past 50 years. We've been missing the vote. 
because we threw our chips all in on just voting when in reality you need the other pieces. You need the protests. You need the lobbyists. You need the lawmaker. You need to know you got to have your congressman. You need those people to go and fight on your behalf like, yo, pass, write up a bill. Yo, get it passed. Because you're talking about equality, you know, protesting in the street, that's only just to make the noise so people could pay attention to the shit. Then you have your a lobbyist, and then you have your congressman like, yo, nah, the things need to change. You don't want to keep seeing these uprisings. It was, multiple, it was multiple protests in different states. Yeah, that's the thing, though. They can't, the thing. National Guard can't handle all of that. There are hundreds of millions of people here. Yeah, how many national how many national guard and military you think we got all together? A million? That sounds like a lot. There's a there's a couple of hundred million people here. They can't they can't guard everybody. I I I mean, yeah, I agree with that. They can't guard everybody, but what I I mean, I'm going back to the point where with the protests and reaching out to these politicians. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't really affect what goes on as the president because that's federal. I right. mean, like you said, he's 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 selected, not elected. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like, what? Big saying, difference. Like, big big, difference, big difference right there, right? Big so, difference. So, but the people that's in control of your district, you affect them because those are the people you put in office. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to be protesting, you need to be protesting against them. Once again, Say it again. Big, like, Say it again. Like, you know, like you, you, you need to let them know and hold them accountable. Like, look, your shit is on the line. You councilmen, you congressmen, you senators, you judges, you sheriffs, all you motherfuckers, mayors, everybody, governor, all, all y'all, all these people need to be put on notice that your shit is on the line when it comes next for you to be voted, and we gonna remember. All of you motherfuckers, then. Yeah, you can talk about this, that Trump Biden shit. But once again, you know, <laughs> that shit, we don't, you know, I'm just getting tired of hearing that, yo, black people don't vote. Black people vote. It, they shit don't matter. Like, you keep saying that, oh, we don't, I, I, I'm getting tired of hearing y'all say this shit. I'm, I'm sorry. It's misinformation. It's misinformation. That, that people didn't vote. And, and, and Hillary won the popular vote. The people's vote voted for her. Over two million. So what that says to me is, you people who constantly keep running with that narrative that black people don't vote, that's why we lost, oh, two million people in Detroit didn't vote, or two million. Shut the fuck up, because she won by three million votes. That's right. So with, with, problem, without the without those people, so without vote. oh so oh and the, oh, the one the one piece we voted at a seventy percent clip black people the national average was sixty we exceeded right. what everybody did we went out and voted this was a wake up call man I'm stop saying they yo you gotta stop saying that shit they gotta stop saying it because that shit is not true. People was out there voting. People did not want this man as president. They came out and voted. She won. She won the popular vote. And guess what? 
she still didn't she still didn't win because the electoral said no. That's who yep. they went with. Who they was either paid to go with or who they you know well who knows we don't you know what I mean because if, if the people so that goes to show you the people vote in the federal for the presidency don't mean shit don't mean shit it's yep. about the people that's in your direct contact in your area your councilman oh yeah I got we prepared a bill and we think you know we we need this done in our area we need we need certain things and you know police brutality you know there's a lot of things that people don't know because we don't know the law there you go we don't know the law there like black people don't know the law like you gotta know the law last week i told hey, last couple of weeks i've been telling baby not about emotions it's about business mm-hmm. you gotta also know the law you gotta know the law you got to know the law. You got to know your rights. You got to understand what shit means. Right? Or, you know what I'm saying? You got to understand what, what, what's going on. You got to understand why police are not being charged. You got to understand why. You got to understand what the laws in these, in, these, in, in these amendments and these constitution and all that shit. Exactly. Says. They don't include you. So you're not looked at as people. You're looked at as property. So as long as you look at it as property, nobody gives a fuck if you get killed. They only care when you start uprising and tearing shit up and making your voice known. But when you start tearing and making your voice known shit, you need to start pointing the fingers at these councilmen, these governors, these mayors, because these mayors hire police chiefs. He's the one that hired the police chief. You put him there, we boating your ass out, and that person getting fired. It's That's like it. that. That's it's how like, it goes. That's your power. That's where your power is. Your power is not sitting there talking about, oh, we got to vote for get Trump up. Your vote for Trump and voting for Brian don't mean shit. You can write your name in that motherfucker for president, for all I care, because it ain't going to matter. It's already going to be decided because people are getting paid off. If, you don't, if, you don't, if you're not going to be electoral or some shit, controlling that shit, then, you know what I'm saying? Don't well, who do you think the Electoral College is made up of? It's made up of senators, congressmen, other Like, that's who make it up. Like, so you vote in the people who actually place the vote for the president. So you need to hold people accountable at our level. Exactly. That's how you do it. But then you also have to do, you need to protest. You need to pull your money out, pull it out of the system. You need to bankrupt the system like just like they did in the mm-hmm. 60s. That's what, that's what they did. They bankrupted the system, except we take it one step further. You know, now, all right, we pull the money from over here, we put it over here. We spend $2 trillion. Dollars. You, I mean, you, you know gotta, how much money that is? Son, you got to think like this, right? They spent $2 trillion in giving out stimulus money and all this other shit in loans, right? Yeah. Where do you think they counting on getting that money back from? Us. Exactly. Go out there and go spend that money. It's business. It's mm-hmm. business, son. It's all business. This is, you know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, we, we say it every week. It's a corporation. This shit is business. Why do you think people is like, oh, we're going to boycott Wendy's and we're going to boycott Taco Bell and we're going to boycott Home Depot and all these people that that's throwing money at Trump? You know, do you think they like this motherfucker? No. <laughs> they don't like him. 
They don't like him, but they doing business. They doing fucking business for, you know what I'm saying? They, Wendy's yep. is doing business. For, they want them tax breaks that they're getting for the rich because they rich. Yep. They got money. They got shit. So they, they gonna, they, their vote is considered who's going to affect their business. They're not voting out of emotion and none of that shit. They voting out of business sense. Like, yo, we need him in. We're going to get this break. We can write all this shit off, and we're going to get money. We're going to get our money back. We ain't even going to, all that shit we we, we, we paying out, we're going to write all that shit off. We, gonna, we ain't even going to pay no taxes. We're going to get our money. That's why he's there, son. Mm-hmm. That's why he's there. He's there for the businessman because that's what he's supposed to be. Real estate developer, businessman. That's what he is. So right. if you if until now, if you're playing the game, right? Because this is what this shit is—a game. So if you're playing the fucking game, then the game is you need to be a business. You need to be a fucking business. Like go get your LLC, go get incorporated, go be a business, go out there and create a business. Do your shit as a business. Get those same tax breaks. You own a house, have a business in your home. Write it off. Write your property off. It's, it's out there. The tax laws is free. It's on Google. Google the shit. No doubt. But, once again, that's not what baby, they want to believe. that. Oh, we got to go line up and vote and we got to get them out. Of, son, everybody, everybody, that was, everybody that comes in that office... They have people that put them there. When Obama was there, it was for the bankers. When Bush was there, it was for the oil people. When, when, when Clinton was there, it was for the fucking corporations. So, go down the line. It's all, it shows you who they there for. Who put them there? Who's helping them? So, stop. Stop that shit. Stop with Obama the Obama with the bankers. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. who. Yeah. You know, who, you, know, you bailing us out? You going to give us money? Da, da, da. Yeah, we're going to bail you out. Oh, yeah, we're going to get you in there. We're going to throw all the money behind these, these electorals and make sure this shit fly through. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He won on a landslide. Or, you know what I'm saying? He did. <laughs> he won on a landslide the first <laughs> he time. It oh, wasn't he, he went up against McCain. McCain didn't have a shot in hell. That's what I'm saying <laughs> because he wasn't affluent. McCain was a soldier. Yep. This dude is a... This dude is a uh, is a speaker, is a polished speaker, and, and he's so articulate. You know, this is who we need out there. We're gonna make him the first black president. We got it. We got him. Not, not knowing, not, not, not knowing. Yeah. Also, he not, know, not knowing his whole history. You know exactly, what I mean? Like, like he's <laughs> bloodline and all that his other bloodline shit. Bloodline and shit. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. know, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can do that. But that's what people, you know, people just. Black people especially, like you can't keep attacking this front and banging your head on the wall. You got to start thinking on other ways to get around the wall now. Like you know, you got to think of way obviously. Like you got more brothers, sisters need to step up. Okay, you, you a lawyer? You trying to level up? You need to start trying to run for that judge seat. You need people behind you. You need you need to get the people behind you. Like I want to run for this judge seat. I want to be this and this. That's what you gotta do. That's facts. That, I mean, like that's you, that. That's the game. That's the I mean, game. How, like, like, how that's how think? people get shit yeah. changed in their neighborhood. That's, that's the how the Italians did it. That's yep. how the Irish did it. That's how the Jews do it. That's how you know what I mean. They all do it. They all do it. So black people are the only ones they don't do it. And they, when, when black people do do it, 
they put the worst fucking black people in this position. Like, yeah. is this, like you, you pick, you know, you get a, you, you, you put a, you put a brother or sister in it. They, they all of a sudden, they do whatever. They, they forget where they, they forget the people that put them there. So you got to remind them by kicking them out. Yep. Don't and replacing them, them with, with exactly. the next person. With the there's, next person. There's a person waiting. There's that a, wants exactly. to do the right thing. That's that true. wants to do it. So you got to remove these people. You got to let them know they on borrowed time. Like, yo, you're t- you got four years to show such something. If that's four years, you don't show us nothing. We getting your ass out of here. That's the bottom mm-hmm. line. We ain't got, we don't have no loyalty to you. We ain't giving you no, oh, well, I'm going to need another term. To, nah, you don't need no another term. You ain't sure that you can do shit now. We're going to get rid of your ass. That's, 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 that's when you showing your power. Like, nah, we ain't going to do that. Like, you ain't going to sign no fucking deals to put, to, 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 to have all these people come in here and regentify shit and put up all these stores and run us out of here. Meanwhile, you getting paid under the table with the fucking, with, 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 the, with the kickback money. Fuck right. that. Right. Fuck that. We, before we do that, we're going to get you out of here. Nobody, you ain't winning shit. Because we showing up to make sure we vote you out. Like, that's how that's it has to be. That is that's how it has to be. You got to, mm-hmm. we got to start grooming politicians. We got to start grooming judges. We got to start grooming shit for us. Like, everybody else is doing it, and we still ain't doing it. We ain't caught on yet. We still talking about the church and voting for presidents. Come on, man. We fucked up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We fucked up, bro. We, That's true. You know what I mean? Everything, everything, baby, you, you, they, they give us the shit in the barrel. We got to make it out of the shit in the barrel to be great. We got to put on extra shit to be, just to be, to get the job. Because we competing against everybody for that position. Yep. Then we got to stand out and show our work is excellent all the time. When do you get tired of that shit? Like, they working you to death. And don't give a fuck. If you die tomorrow, your job posted two days. Yep. Need a new position open. Come on, you got to, like, we got to start figuring out, like, yo, this shit is a business, man. We got to start opening up business, hiring our own, and doing shit. People are just too lazy. And you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I don't care if you know, black people, you get mad or not. You got to stop being so fucking lazy and taking advantage of your people with shit. Like, when you, if you're providing a service, give them that same 100% you're going to get that white customer. Don't half-ass me and don't give me nothing. And But meanwhile, you're going to get, you out there giving your white customers and all them, you know, professional better treatment and being professional and treating me like some shit. Right. Yeah, yep. it's my money. This is my money. If I'm spending money with you, then I'm gonna need you to get be that same professional person all the time with all everybody you deal with. It's, it's as simple as that. That's man. facts. That's facts. Like we gotta we gotta clean up our shit. We gotta clean up our shit. You know what I'm saying? And another, and we always talk about this one too. Oh yeah, you know why we over here talking about this and this. Oh, when, police brutality, uh, when we going to start talking about black-on-black black crime? Yo, once again, come on, man. You, you, you like, like, we got to stop with that shit. Uh, it's, it's like a broken record. You know, they, like, it, it's, uh, you know it's going to skip and it's going to come back. You know, here, here's the reality. I think there are, the, the, over the last two months, 
I think there are some people that have actually come to the term come to terms with the fact that proximity crime and the media portrayal of black on black you know is different you know they don't say white on white Asian on Asian so remember black people in this world are hated worldwide you know worldwide. you know they're taught to be hated so now you know I'm talking about it don't matter like you know when you enter this corporation over here the people that do come from other places they are taught to hate black people in general I'm talking about systemically I ain't talking about the the, the you know the sprinkles of people you know I've been thinking about this too you know um at, when I've been looking at these protests I, I spoke to my mother earlier you know on the block that we lived on you know they have it blocked off now in mm -hmm. terms of like you can you can only go down certain streets like you can't you can't you can't um drive through that block like that so anyway there's a protest you know because they're protesting right now there's a bunch of white people out there you know um it, and it was after curfew so you know the cops were out there you know on foot they weren't locking up anybody because it was that many white people you know so they won't get locked up but you know they're out there and they're like black lives matter you know like they're white people that are saying black lives matter so now I'm saying yo there's an apology tour going on in sports you know you got motherfuckers apologizing oh we didn't know we're sorry um you know our ancestors did this and did that and I'm going something bigger is going on here why I mean the whole world is apologizing saying black lives matter knowing that my life already mattered prior to you feeling that way so fuck your chant I don't need you to tell me that black lives matter like I don't need that shit but if that's your way of apologizing sorry not sorry I don't want it fuck that's that like shit. that's like in DC they wrote black lives matter down the street yeah the mayor authorized the truck yeah. to you know paint so, that shit okay good okay fine that's, black that's, lives matter that's all well so and done. I had to reach out to my to my peoples in DC and ask uh -huh. how they felt about it mm -hmm. after I seen uh somebody I seen something on uh somebody I seen a post to the young lady she was you know she she was gone I saw the mayor the mayor's a black woman yeah, yeah. This, but it wasn't from her. It was another lady mm -hmm. that was saying that they, she was from D.C. So I reached out, and I wanted to f get the temperature of what they felt out there. And you know, they the, the vibe that I that they told me was, yeah, that shit was cute, but we need policies. We need that's it. We need more shit than than that. We don't need that. We don't need that. That brings us nothing. Writing Black Lives Matter up and up down the street. We need policies. We need shit in place. We need, we need that shit. That's what we're looking for. We're not looking for that shit. We don't care about that. That means nothing to us. Like at this point, because right now we need people to be held accountable for the shit that they're doing, and we need policies to protect our people. Bottom line. Absolutely. That's 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 what's needed. Oh, period. We need. Period. That's 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 what the boycotts did back in the days. They created. They led to policy change. Now I was as I was talking to my mom, you know, and I'm going like, all right. I said, Mom, hear me out. You know what I mean? Like we're talking talking about history and law right now, because you know history tends to repeat itself. So I just broke down the whole. I said the word black. You know what I mean? Like where did that come from, right? So I go, you know, black means pale, right? 
without color, right? I said, maybe this is some twisted shit going on. That <laughs> the, the, the shit is about to reverse. Because, you know, like, what, the people that we're calling white, they actually were slaves, you know, but you're not being taught that in the history textbook. In the history textbook, you just say, oh, well, black people were slaves. And who do you think were slaves before that? You know, because the, the, the shit is a revolution. You know, like, you know, black people had slaves, white people had slaves. But then but when you look at the word black and it goes pale without color, hmm, okay, so now you know what the word means. So now we got all these fucking people, white people that we're calling white, you know, black lives matter, black lives matter. Maybe they're realizing like, yo, you know, y'all know y'all ain't white legally. Y'all not free white persons. Y'all the, the black people. Y'all the, off, the mutated offspring that... And people are now awakening because there's so much history out there. They're like, hold up, the 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 real Israelites, the Hebrew, the real Hebrew Israelites, are us, a place without a home, because we go every fucking where, we set up shop. That's what we do. If you go back and trace the bones all the way back to history, you always find one of us. It's not a coincidence. Because we created civilization, so now that the awakening is taking place, you know, history tends to repeat itself. Maybe these these people that we're calling white out there is like Black Lives Matter. They cheering, they out there protesting for their shit because they know they're about to be on the bottom in the gutter, and the, everything else is about to rise up again. Because there's two fights going on. You got wealthy versus the poor, and then you got this nationality shit. You got that, people that recognize that, and then you got the legalities of it all. Mm. Policy changes. So when you make a policy change that now, you know, you call yourself white, I call myself black, that shit don't matter. It's a straight policy that says if this happens during this, then that will happen. So if a police officer uh, uh, brutalizes a, a citizen, then this is the repercussions for that brutality. You know, or if it goes even deeper and you say, hey, the people that we're calling police officers, technically they're police officers for the corporation. They're supposed to work for us because we pay taxes, right? We, mm -hmm. we the ones that put out money, tax dollars, to pay a salary so you can protect the corporation, okay? And we are the citizens uh, willingly because we have businesses, the corporations pay the officers to protect the property. Now, property meaning the building. Now, those are buildings, but are there's also chattel property, you know, animals and shit. Now, if you're claiming something, you know, black, you know, illegally, mm -hmm. you are not a person because you don't have a nationality. So when you start throwing in all of that shit together, and now you got, you know, you, I look in the protest. It's a bunch of people that we call white. They up in them protests. They saying Black Lives yeah. Matter. You know what they're realizing? They the black people. <laughs> they black. <laughs> Everybody is the same if you don't change policy. If we keep it how it is, the poor are going to stay poor. You know, it's capitalism. So you're going to have wealthy, you're going to have poor. So once you nix out the middle class, the people who thought that they had privilege, they see none of that shit matters. None of that shit matters. None of that shit matters. Like, they treating you like shit. The only difference is because you know who has the most power? I'm talking about uh, not legally but morally is, is 
Caucasian women, they will not be brutalized by these officers. I don't give a fuck who you are. And if it, and if one does get brutalized or killed, trust and believe that officer is going down. You ain't you're not killing one of them and not go down. That's just facts. That's just the way that it is. You know, you could kill everybody else. Caucasian woman off limits. Mm-hmm. And it's just been that way. You know, I mean, and it takes, you know, all right, it takes us, we, all right, we're more on the scholarly end. You know, we're scholarly, we do history. We also know criminal justice. So we know how that should go. We study law as well without becoming lawyers. And we don't, you need to be a jurist, jurist doctorate. That's what you really need to be. I don't need to be a lawyer. Jurist doctorate is just fine. I, I, I'll, I'll write up some stuff. I'll know the law. I don't need to step into a courtroom, but I can I can make a lawyer that will. That's where we need to be. Without policy, it's a wrap. You'll just have people walking around. I just noticed it, you know, that there are a lot of... You think those Caucasian people are protesting for you to say that your life matters? You know who those people are? Those are the businesses that are not open right now that need your money to feed their family. That's who that is. Black Lives Matter, come in my store. Yeah, you know, they hopping out of Benzes and shit. You know, they ready for you to spend your money if you're smart. And then they, they gave you a bullshit stimulus check. And I call it bullshit because they gave you $1,200, but now it's 10 weeks later. I don't know anybody that could live off a $100 a week budget and, and, and try to, you know, keep their mortgage alive or feed their family. $100 a week. Yo, I'm frugal, but a hundred dollars a week, you know, and you trying to maintain, you know, all of this shit, that ain't shit. If they would have been giving out the recurring twelve hundred dollars, then it could have stimulated the economy because people would have had money or would have saved money, started investing, doing different things. You can't give somebody twelve hundred dollars and then and they arguing, ten weeks. They yeah, they, arguing, I know they they're arguing, they're arguing right arguing now over that. About giving you another twelve hundred. So that goes to t- that show and not recurring. How much that that goes to show you how much these people that you have put in office don't give a fuck about they you. They don't give a fuck about you. So meanwhile, when shit was about to crash, you had senators selling off stock because they had they inside information, and nothing is happening to them. People are they like, resign. They resign from positions. Positions. All that like, shit. Like this is this is what's going on. Right in your face. So whether you black, white, Asian, Spanish, whatever, they don't give a fuck about you. If you're not a business who's an asset to them, they don't give a fuck. There you go. You property. You property too. Yeah, you can stand out there screaming Black Lives Matter. Yeah, that's cool. But that shit was all, uh, that shit, that shit is a slogan that was a hashtag that turned into something that was funded by rich white people. It was funded by George Soros. No, we could put his name out there. <laughs> you know, there you go. That's, that's who funded Black Lives Matter. Yeah, it was so, founded by three black women, but it was funded by George Soros. So, you know, and you have to look at that and say on, on a level and say, every, like we said before, everything, whether it's the NAACP, mm-hmm. all that shit. 
you know, that's all funded. It's, you know, anything that anything that black people fund or do themselves, they start watching you. Yep. Pants. Where they get, where they get the money pop. from. Yeah, wherever it is. Wherever it is. Whatever it is. Whatever it is, if it's black and they doing it, they watching you. I don't give a fuck what you do. I don't care who you are. You understand? Like, you, you can sit around there, sitting there, you could be Oprah Winfrey. They watch her, too. Mm-hmm. Well, they already got her. They, no, but, but I'm saying to you, they, yeah, yeah, but they watch her. And in case she needs, she, she thinks she's going to, she backslide. having an awakening moment or some can't, shit. Can't and, backslide and at like, this point. Yep. Yeah, she they feel got like you. she got an awakening moment and she want to go do something crazy for her people. Not going to happen. Nope. No, you just go on TV and keep them calm. That's why we got you around. You understand? The example of one out of, you know, 400, just, out of 50 million. It's <laughs> 50 million of us. You you put her up there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, what I'm saying, but yeah. they, they put the people, they put the people who they want in positions that they can control. Absolutely. And that they feel that they can control the masses with the shit they do. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just facts. That's like what they do. Anybody you see in a position that you think has any type of any type of power, they answering to somebody. Right. They ain't going to just do something. They can't just come out and be like, yeah, I mean, come on. These, did you got like, a couple of athletes putting up schools and shit like that? Jalen Roses. Yeah. I think, I think uh, Primetime tried one. I think it, it. I don't think it's up anymore. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but I know he did try to have. He had a school going for a minute, and as soon as he started getting the top athletes coming in, white schools started complaining. Right, 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 right. What's going on in his building? And I think that caused him to close. Me, I don't. I think he may have closed it down or whatever. But you know, this is what happens. You know, this is what happens, man. I mean, like. This shit is crazy. Like mm-hmm. any, anything black people do on a, on their own and making a success, here come the feds looking at you, all these people looking at you for taxes, IRS, COU money laundering for drugs. Immediately, immediately, mm-hmm. that's what the that's what kind of how did this nigga get this? Yeah. How did this nigga get that? Who is giving the money? Who? Who's giving the money? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let's follow the money. That's what they do. Now, if you follow the money both ways, oh, you'll find some shit. Okay, so Son, you can be a straight athlete. Just yeah. getting athlete money, they following your money. Yeah, like your money is just athlete money. But yeah. they following what you doing because you're trying to uplift your own. They tell you, oh, you know, they, this is what they preach. Oh, pull up your bootstraps and do it. Do it. Take da, 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 da. You do it on your own shit. Yep. And when black people start doing that, they got a problem with that. They got to come in and start intercepting, infiltrating our shit. Just like hip-hop. They infiltrated the shit. This was the language of our people. This was the language we speak. The slang mm-hmm. we talk on the streets that they never understood. They didn't understand that shit. But here you go, motherfuckers, you know, we, we, and we let them in our shit. They in our shit. Then you got motherfuckers writing books decoding shit for them. Telling them what we mean when we say this. And what this mean and shit like that. You giving away our, t- our, our shit. 
They ain't telling you they shit. Word like, up. They ain't spreading they shit with the rest of the world. Like, they may give you, for being a good nigga, a, a good stock tip that can get you some millions, but you ain't spreading that shit with the rest of your people in the hood. Like, yo, y'all get up about a hundred, two, three, four hundred dollars. Yo, go buy this stock. Shit gonna flip and turn into a couple of, a couple of mills. Right. You know? They ain't doing that. They keeping their black, the black birds keeping it to themselves and leaving their people. So that's who the people they want, the people that's going to turn their back easily because they want the money. They're going to sell their soul for the bread. Like, yep. oh, I need that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, look at it. Like you just said, everybody's apologizing. All of a sudden, the NFL is apologizing. How the fuck are you going to apologize when you kicked, when you blackballed the man out the league? Yo, that shit is hollow. Your apology is fucking hollow. Absolutely. That shit means nothing. Unless you're giving him back a fucking job and you're going to make a public apology and you're going to start putting black own, get some black, or get a black couple of black owners, put more black people in management, yep. then we can probably listen to that shit. But until then, that shit is bullshit. All that shit is bullshit. Mm-hmm. So at that point, at this point, all these motherfuckers drew breeze. I'm, no, nigga, you said what you said. That's how you felt. And that's Fuck okay. And that's, and that's okay. okay. I'd rather know my enemy than not know my fucking enemy. You understand? I'd rather know that's how you feel so now I don't got to fuck with you. And we can keep it all the way 100. It ain't, it's just business when, once we get in the locker room. It's just business. I don't fuck with you. Ain't no... Ain't no understand no, no, this, though. You know? I'm going to miss a couple of blocks. You're going to get on your ass a couple of times. Okay? Man, you know what I'm saying? your old lineman. Yo, I'm going to miss a couple of blocks. Son, I'm just telling you. All the apology shit, that's all bullshit. All these motherfuckers out here, these white people apologizing and fuck those apologies. None of that shit mean nothing. We need change policy and, you know, and then we could talk. Like, there's nothing. I don't like, need your apology. All, you need, you know what I mean? All those amendments, 13, whatever, 14, all the amendments, that shit's needed. You want to have a talk with us? Those are our demands. Those shit's take all the book. We need to not be considered in your constitution considered three-fifths of a human being. Man, just get rid of that shit altogether. altogether. Like, really change it. Yeah, like, like you know, we're in not and change any shit. shit. We're not three-fifths of shit. We're full men. We're full human. Go do that. Right. You know Don't what I'm even, And then, you know, you got, they got these, all these, these fucking bullshit clauses that's in there like, you gotta, you, they have to vote on our right to vote. Vote. So like, that's what I'm saying. Like, fuck? like every 25 years, they talking about they they got to vote for your right to vote. They got a right to vote for the. They got to reinstate the civil uh, the, the civil rights act. They got to for the voting right. What? And this that's is what so, you. So, so and this, this is, is what this you is conversation. Is right. This is the conversation that needs to be had globally. You know because what. What, uh, ironically, you know, because we've read so many books, it's like what what is happening, what's coming down the pike is one world government. Everybody's ran under one master plan. Like, you know, the nationality ain't going to matter no more. Yo, yo, y'all all this. We, y'all, what, y'all, y'all what we say y'all are. And exactly. you spend your money here. You don't. You go over here. Uh, you, you, if you got fucking diseases, you quarantine over there. You know, um, you know, special ed motherfuckers go over there. It don't matter whether you're white, black, or whatever you want to call yourself. None of that shit matters if none it's a one-world sh- government. We're going to have one coin, 
you know, it's going to be backed by something. You know what I mean? Because right now we we on fiat. You know what I mean? There's, and then there's other countries that have actual resources, and they sitting back and they laughing. Like, y'all fighting over paper. Mm-hmm. And y'all not even a country. Like, that's a corporation that was built off the backs of the people that you tried to, the people that you tried to enslave, but in reality, and according to what is written in the history books, when in reality, it was the other way around. We the ones that that navigated the boats, because we was the travelers. We took y'all out of the mountains. Y'all came out of the mountains. Y'all didn't know how to bathe, clean, none of that shit. We cleaned you up, show you how to move around the world, and this is how you fucking try to repay us? You know, five, six hundred years, you just going around the world killing motherfuckers. And now, everybody's waking up again. Like, you know what? Hold up. Y'all was the cargo. Who the fuck do you think you talking to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. You know what? Maybe you should say Black Lives Matter, motherfucker, before I flip out on you. But then, on top of that, you need the law. Once we start holding the corporation accountable, then... We can get somewhere, but you got to play the game. If you're gonna play the game. It's a it's a four part game. You got to do the protest to to bring awareness to get the people rallied up, you know. But you also got to do the economic part. You got to bankrupt the system by pulling out your money. Then you got to do the policy. You know, get get the get the policies changed, law. Then you vote locally. You know, for your congressmen and your senators to keep that shit in place. It's solid. And then, and most of all, I guess this could be part number five. But most of all, go back in that bullshit-ass constitution and amend that shit and make people people. You know, mm-hmm. black people are not fucking three-fifths of anything. You know, and it's fucked up. They do that on jobs as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the three, the, 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 it's a three, they, they don't call it three strike rule, it's something, it's a three, it's a three step policy. Like if you got a female, you got a, a, a black, a minority, and um, it's a two thirds rule or something like that. A black female holds two slots immediately. You know what I mean? Like that, that's, that's how they do that. But that whole three-fifths compromise, and, and like, yo, how did they flip the game like that? And now, here we are, four or five hundred years later, like, Reconstruction was a motherfucker. After the Civil War and all that shit, yeah, they they think Lincoln freed the slave. You know, like, there's a lot of people that really think that. Like, that's not what it was about. It was not about slavery. But shit. then, hold up, the flip side is, fucking Abraham Lincoln was not Caucasian. You know, so, you know, Abe, Abe was just passing. They killed him because they found out that he was not Caucasian. Yeah, well, you ain't going to learn that in history. Well, he, but when he, he, he started talking that money shit. He was talking anytime, money. Anytime you mess you start, with the money, they're going to kill you. They do the same shit. You start talking kill that money shit, you start talking about that shit, they got to go. You they they, they coming they coming for you. You better build up your team if you're yeah. going to try to affect the money globally, because it's all they all tied together. All of these nations, excuse me, the continents, you know, globally we all affect each other. So yes, there's right no, there's rioting and protesting in America, 
There's people all over the world watching this shit like, oh, they finally joining us. People have been protesting all over the world. It's been Americans, you know, in America where they're just kind of chilling like, oh, okay, we good. But you know what? You killed one too many people. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, so what, if that was the spark, then that's the spark. But it can't end there. That's just one piece. That's just now one piece. get up in this law. Get up in this yeah, law and change law. shit. You you gotta, if you don't do that, that and you got to pull that money out. Pull out yeah. the economic part. But you, you know gotta what? Do, you got to do both. You got to You got to do both. Law. This is what yeah, I'm saying. You got to do it. Take that and you got to you, you got to you got to strangle them economically. That's you the first part. To. You got to strangle them economically because if you don't, ain't nothing going to change. The funny part is money move money move these motherfuckers. Money move the world. Because everything's a business for them. So it's all about the money. So money, if you strangle, I mean, look when you look at it, mm -hmm. and you, I mean, well, I seen an article where you seen the heads of corporation like pleading, like, yo, like, fuck it, we may have to stop our association with police because if that's gonna affect our money, we don't want that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, bottom line, they're like, yo, we're gonna have to stop giving to y'all police charities and shit like that. Because motherfuckers is on Twitter and all over pulling up, yeah, this company has this and theirs, they do it so with this police. And they're gonna start pulling, they, and, they, and people is gonna start pulling money and start fucking. They know they, they it's, a, it's a rap for them. It's a rap, you know? So, I, I mean, it is, I mean, that's how you. That's what they respect is that bottom line, that money. Yep. They, you know, if you start telling companies, we ain't doing business with you no more. Oh, we're not going to, we, we're not going to, we're not even fucking with you. We ain't coming there no more. We ain't eating there. We ain't doing nothing. You want a full boycott. Yep. And see what happens. All these, all that shit will be out of business. You're talking to two, you're talking to a two trillion dollar spending consumer. culture. Consumer, yep. the culture, or mm -hmm. you know it's what a mean? culture. We, yeah, we, like, you know, uh, we as spend, a culture, we, we spend, spend it. we spend money. You know what I'm saying? We spend that bread, and if you and and it's, and it's time for black people to realize if they're not going to respect you, don't spend your money there. That's the bottom line. I don't give a fuck if they make nice shit. If they don't respect you, don't buy their shit. That's it. Like you can't. That's how you. That's how you. That's how you grab their attention, and that's when you. And if they don't buck, then then you start strangling them economically, mm -hmm. and until you suck the fucking life out of them, and then they, they, then they go bankrupt, and then they will respect. They will start respecting your shit. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're not going, if you, if same thing with police. If you're going to be out there killing us and all that, shit, I mean, bro, I just seen motherfucker put his hands up in California and got killed. They said he had a hammer in his back pocket. Motherfucker shot him through the windshield, son. Right, right. Like, you ain't even Damn. get out the car. You shot him through the windshield after he went on the ground with his hands up. With his hands up. And you seen something in, his, in the back of him, and you still shot him. Right, with his hands through up. Through the windshield. Come on, son. Damn. You see what I'm saying? Well. So, so how you... You, these people, if you're saying, well, we pay, our taxes pay for your shit, da, 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 then it's time for you, when you putting in these mayors, listen, you want our vote? We're going to need you to make sure everything is open book when it comes to these police stations. See, these police and all that shit, they union everything. We want to know all these cops that has numerous 
such and such, and they need to be let go. That's like, right. At this, at this point, you have a bunch, you got a bunch of crazy motherfuckers running around as police. Absolutely. Like, like if you're going to say, if you excuse every time you kill a motherfucker, I was scared for my life. Then what the fuck are you doing on this job? Because this job Cause I, is I know, scary. I know plenty of cops that, that they, ain't, they ain't kill nobody. And they've been on the job. So that's a bullshit narrative that they make them run with. But once again. You know what I'm saying? But it's fucking We come bullshit. back to the same shit again, just like we was talking earlier with the teachers, with the white teachers. Mm -hmm. There goes a white boy. He needs a job. They recruit them heavily. They recruit to bring white boys in from all over. Let's bring them up from upstate New York to come work in New York City. He's been working down there on the farm. He don't know shit about working with no motherfucking in the inner city with a bunch of blacks and Hispanics. And they drove you right into the hood in the middle of projects and all that shit to go work. And how do they train you? They tell you that these people are fucking animals. They kill their own. Fuck them. That's yep. the shit that they tell them in training. Yeah. So what the fuck you think he's going to do when he get out of the street? Of course he's scared. You done scared the shit out of him before he left the station. True. So when he get out in the street, he's going to shoot immediately. It's, they you know, don't worry. I'd rather they go by. I'd rather be judged by twelve than carried by six, right? Yep. So that's what the fuck he rolling with. So that's why he has no problem shooting. Don't worry about it. We behind you. Well, look what happened in Buffalo. It wasn't even a black man. They, they pushed the old white man down, seventy-five years old, Word. and cracked his head to the white meat. Yep. And just because they were. Uh, I, don't even know, I think they were suspended. 57 of them in that union resigned. Yeah. So what does that tell you? They believe they're truly above the law. Because right. you suspended them. Out here in Georgia, the two little kids, kids coming from, they were in a car, Cleveland protest, going back to the AUC, wherever center, going back, a Morehouse, and he was with his girl. She was from Spelman. They run up on their car, they bust out the tires, break the glass, pull them out of the car, tasing them while they're in the car. These are kids. Right. These are not, right. These are not nobody flashing guns and killing you. None of you throwing them out. Then you're, 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 the black is, the two black officers, one officer tells the kid, your mother never grabbed you up. Maybe she did, but motherfucker, you ain't my mother. Word. So... They get fired immediately, right? Mm -hmm. They get fired because, you know, the mayor out here, she got to put a show on. So she fired them immediately. Not saying they didn't. They deserve to be fired, of course. Yeah, of course, yeah. They deserve to saying. be fired. So now other police departments that were helping in Atlanta tells the police chief, we can't come and help you no more because we don't want our officers to, to be on the news or get in trouble and getting press charges against them. For, for going out there taking orders. See, that's the thing that, that, that's fucking with me. Same thing with the 75-year-old white man. Their, their, their excuse and their, and, and their uh, union chief is saying they were just taking orders to clear the street. No, motherfucker. There's a difference. You can take orders. You didn't have to push that old man down to the ground the way he cracked his fucking Word. head. He, he could have easily died. He's 75 up. years old. I was fucked up, yeah. And then when the dude went to go look and see if he was right, the other dude told him, get away from him. Wait. 
there. Like, no, what the fuck? No like, humanity. So just because you was given an order, so if, he, if you, you're given an order to go jump over the fucking bridge, you're going to do it? Right. No, everything has to be done with common sense, and, and shit got to be done with discretion. Like, listen, all right, sir, we cleaning out the area, and we're going to need you to move back this way. You understand me? All right, so we don't want to, we don't want nothing to happen to you. There's a curfew going on. We're gonna need you to go back this way to your car, go home. We're clearing him. Not run up to him and push him on the fucking ground. Word. And then think that you shouldn't have, you shouldn't get in no trouble. Like, what the fuck is you thinking? Like, you just cracked this motherfucker's head. Come you know, on, you, man. You know, you know what? Like, thinking about all of that, you know, and that's it, that was a fucked up situation. You know, there's no denying that. You know, when I think, when I thought about the image of the, when I saw all of these officers, like, kneeling, you know, you know what I came to my mind? It wasn't a, they weren't kneeling in solidarity with us. They were showing in plain sight, we don't give a fuck. We, we actually are backing our officers who kneel on your motherfucking neck. That's how I felt when I see that visual. You know what I'm saying? They're not kneeling in solidarity with us. That's not what they was here for. That's not what a police officer... That, the original police officers was from the, from the slave plantation. Yeah. So if you look back at the corporate structure of police, where it came from, it came from that. So when I look at... Hold up. Now it's all this apologies going on. You know, I'm not falling for the okey-doke and all that. So now I see all these cops kneeling and shit, you know. The pitches. You think that's a solidarity stance? I, I don't even pay so. no attention to that shit. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, to me, I look, at that I, shit. I, I look at the shit cynical. I'm looking at it as, nah. I took that shit Y'all y'all in solidarity bullshit. with the mother. Yeah, it was bullshit. Y'all in solidarity with the motherfuckers who commit the brutality. Like, yeah, all right, let's show a, a show of support. We're going we gonna to kneel. Because that's what y'all do. Y'all got your knee. And people's, I'm not talking about individual, I'm talking about systemically. You got your knee on people's neck. Um, but I, I mean, you look at it, I mean, you always hear this, yo, with, you know, you lumping all officers in, there's good officers. I'm like, Absolutely. Where, the, where the good officers at? Because they damn sure ain't standing up and being hurt. They damn sure ain't taking standing out. And when they do, look what happened. I seen the, there was a white officer who stood up and said, this ain't what we trying to do. And they fired his ass. Yep. Yep. They Let me tell you something. Him. Let me tell you this. It, it, the, the four, speaking on the George Floyd situation, you got four officers there. Okay? Now, me, this is, a, this is just 100% authentic. You're not going to do that in front of me. I'm going to fuck you up. That's anything on life. Like, we're four officers. Yo, you're not doing all of that to this person. I don't give a fuck. Like, and yeah, there's repercussions. The, yeah, they, we know that. But what they don't they have excuse? no excuse. No, this they do. You heard what they said? Oh, I'm following orders? Exactly. The, 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 the main one who was on his neck, they said he was the, uh, he because I think two of them were like, they two of them just started. One was the black dude, and the other one was the white dude. They just started in the field. And he was like, you know, he, he, he was the uh, lead officer out there in the field training them. Okay. Was, so everything is about, well, he was, so they're putting all the blame on him. 
Like he Let's told put it to you. Like, okay, okay. He told, he told them what to do. So that okay. just so that thing is that so far what I've seen, pushing this white man on the ground, cracking his head, killing George Floyd, putting it, putting your knee on his neck and having Follow and then telling him. and then telling the other dude. Put his, put your knee on his put his, put pressure on his knee. He got fucked up knees and put your knee on his back. You they're following orders, following or or then you're a fucking idiot. Like so You're a fucking idiot. Again, and then the other motherfucker, beat. he's just standing up there walking around. Then you then they that's why they that's why they should be charged because you're not yeah. using fucking common sense. You're fucking inhumane and you you should be fired and I hope you get you know, uh, punished to the maximum extent of the law because you're a fucking idiot. You, when you have somebody detained, first of all, the, he was already handcuffed. Okay, so you know we already see that if you don't, you're being excessive. So fuck your order. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do shit. Like yo, yo, what the fuck are y'all doing? He's already in handcuffs. You know, I don't give a fuck about an order. Yo, I should put in it. Fuck you. We fighting. So. That's the thing, you know. That's the they're going on that model, or we were just following orders. That don't fly, bro. It don't. Not no you more. You gotta use comedy. Every situation is different, and everything you and you know what I'm saying. You have to use discretion in every situation. You have to be able to judge a, situ, a situation and see if, if force is needed or just a calm and being cool and saying and just talking to a person and saying, hey. This isn't, we, we, we're pushing back the crowd this way, we're leaving, I see you're an older man, let's, let's go ahead, we're going we're gonna to be moving this way, let's walk this way, sir. Simple as that. Leadership. That's all it took, all it all took it was took. a leader, you needed a leadership. Not to, not to slam, not to push this man on the floor, he looked, in the video you could tell he was frail. He, he was, was shocked too. Not, but I'm saying he was a he was already a frail man, He's 75 right. years old. No doubt. Was, you pushed him on the ground, fam. Come on, fam. Like, and then, but that's goes to show you, this is a white man, and then George Floyd is a black man. So police, in their eyes, they didn't give, they don't give a fuck either one way or other. They going whatever the order says to do, that's what they gonna do. So if they leave the station, if the order is kill a nigga on the street, that's what they gonna do. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? If that's what you told, what? When the when the scanner got bugged, when when somebody. Obviously tapped into the police scanner in New York on the police station at Dean Street, and yep. somebody like oh, seventy-seven precinct. And somebody's on there, and they like oh, it's traffic coming up Dean Street. One motherfucker run them over. Next motherfucker shoot all of them. Don't say that on the airway. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Don't say that on the airway. Just tell us that in person. Yeah. Like it's okay. The whole you, shit. You can run them over. Yeah. That, that's that whole shit. Or just kill them all. Like, this is the shit. These are the people you have to protect and serve you. These are the people that when you call, you're, you're putting your life in the hands of? Come on, son. Nah. These people are killing you. These people are out to kill you. These people are out to kill you. I mean, you're talking, we, we, you know, we from, we from before, we from the crack era. Yeah. Police run up on you on the streets in New York, and then when we were out there coming up, Guns drawn out with the drugs, with the guns, oh, patting you down. <laughs> word. Like, or when I tell, attempt, when, or attempt when to I pat tell, you down. Word. No when, doubt. I, when I tell people that shit, they look at me like, damn, that's how y'all grew up? Yeah. I'm like, so none of this shit is new to us. Like, literally, you know what I'm saying? Walking down, coming down Utica Avenue, D's pulling me, running up on me with the guns, with the drugs at, with the guns in the truck. 
No guns, no drugs, just coming from school. Right. Uh, check your pride. Ba- ba- right, get the number, fuck out sir. of here. Get the fuck out of here. Go home. Right. Ba- oh, excuse me. Badge number, sir. Can I get your badge number, your name? Write that shit down. Your ass, you know. uh, put your ass in the fire. Yo, I go to John Jay. Yo, you, have, you need a warrant, sir. Fourth Amendment, or you one of them. Yes, I know the law. All right, get the fuck out of here then. You, you know, know what I mean? Like, like this is the type of shit that we had to go through. I mean, I, I just, you, you know, this is, this is, this shit been going on forever. This shit ain't it just started. It's just that people got cameras now, and they can take the shit and see the shit. Right. So that's the difference. Other than that, this shit been going on forever. This is what they've been doing. So they don't know no other way. So when you start talking about, because you, you got to look. You hiring police officers, they got to take, uh, you do physical, you do a psychological. How are half of these motherfuckers passing a psychological test? <laughs> uh, they made it very easy there. You know, they're actually the same Yeah, because they need, <laughs> yeah. they need They need fucking bodies out there, son. Oh, they, need, they, they, they need the bodies. So these motherfuckers is not even, you know, the psychological test and the... Uh, and they some of them some places they make you take a lot of tech to test. Right. How are these dudes passing that shit? I don't know. How are they passing these shit? Because you don't first of all, when you ask them how you feel about minorities, their answer can no way to be truthful. Some of them don't even have never had an encounter with them until they became police. So how are you going how are you gonna put this person that never had an encounter. He's from somewhere like Connecticut. Want to be a New York police officer? You right. come in New York City. You never even been in around. You never even been around black people. Like your encounters with black people may have been like one or two in your school. Right. So here you go now, wanting to be a police officer, and one of, in the world, one of the most, you know, one of the most probably dangerous cities. New York, whatever, Baltimore, yeah. wherever they at. Sure and you putting them in there, and these dudes have no, just like these white teachers, they've never experienced this shit. They don't know none of this. They don't know your culture. They don't know none of this shit. Mm-hmm. So once again, just as much as they ought to be at fault, so is the system that is putting these motherfuckers in classrooms and on the streets. Because all they doing is killing us. Educationally and physically, they killing yep. us. And, oh, and mentally every day when you yeah. watch TV, they killing you everywhere. They, they, they're around. killing you. Yeah, true. Like indeed. you, if you still, if you, if you're still having, if you still representing Columbus Day, that's just a disrespect <laughs> to the people. Like you insulting our intelligence. With let's that let's. Shit. Yeah, said that, and I'm glad you brought that up because that's a, that's part of the policy. We need to start. Like you know what I know I know it would take a whole lot of work to start snatching down names of streets, but you know you got motherfucking straight up racist rapist slave owners who got names on the streets that we drive up and down every day. You got Holiday named after Columbus. He ain't even find shit. You you made that you a holiday. You gonna find some shit people was on. Right. You know what I mean? Like so shit like that. Like. We got to go and dig deep and be like, yo, if you're going to correct shit, then correct it. Other than correct that, we just, right. we, just, we just spinning our wheels, man. 
That's Fight what I'm saying. Us. Like, how you, uh, yeah. you going how you going to have a, you still celebrate Columbus Day? You still talking every October? You talking about Christopher Columbus Day sale? Really? I'm still waiting for the people who could tell me, show me in the Bible where it said Christ was born on December 25th. Yeah, for us to be celebrating Christmas. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, there's a lot of holiday, you know, even Thanksgiving for what it's worth. You know what I mean? That's that's a day of slaughter. You know what I mean? So it's like there's a lot of shit that has to be done because they fucked us over with the when they when the when the um when the power switched and they flipped the history and they made them in control. Like they just they changed every motherfucking thing. They would have you thinking that they was always on top, and that's not how it is. So as you hear the Caucasian people shell, uh, shouting Black Lives Matter, they finding out that your shit is about to change. <laughs> History repeats itself. Believe that. You know, don't fuck. And then I mean, I, I, the, yeah. the video you sent me mm-hmm. on, the, on the symbolism is exactly what we're talking about. Symbolism don't matter without the work. Fuck yeah. your symbols. Change some policies. Change All that policies. shit is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They rioted. Okay, we noticed. Okay, now, now what? Oh, you gonna get some laws changed? Okay, cool. Let's do it. If no laws get changed, then we lost a lot of lives for nothing. Exactly. You know, and even I mean, in that Constitution shit, yo, go up in that document and make you know make me a human being, a whole man. And then, and, and finally, the I don't need your motherfucking apology. Yeah, nah, I don't need apology. that shit. I just like, need you to do the right thing. And if you ain't going to do it, then we got to do it. Then we got to get somebody up in there who's going to make that real, the real fight. You know, before reparations, okay? Before you send me money that don't mean shit, okay? Unless you're sending me gold bars, okay, or silver, or platinum, something that, you know, I mean, bars that actually are worth money. Go up in these documents and change them shits. Or have somebody that's up there who's going to work on our behalf to change them while we're still alive so our children, as they grow up and become adults and they can look through the Constitution and say, yeah, they amended this. Okay, yeah, we have full voting rights. They don't have to do this. They don't have to do that. Like, come on, man. We've been doing this shit for fucking... 450 years, man. Come on. Like, it, it, enough I mean, is enough. Yeah, it, it truly is. Like, I mean, it's just enough, man. I mean, uh, I, I mean, black people, stop talking about you woke because you you reading shit on social media. That shit ain't, you're not woke. Go pick up a book. Read something. Go, Go read, read the Bill of Rights. Woke. Go, go read, read the book. Just go, go read, read the, the Bill of Rights real quick. Go you know, and, and yeah, like yeah. even just that, like and even even on that, on that, it. even with that shit, understand that it was written by a group of people that got sanctioned to actually be on this land by somebody else. Somebody like, else. You know what I mean? Like they had to get permission to even come here. The Constitution was the document that they uh, that was approved for them. To, to follow. So who do you think they answer to? They answer to people. The founding fathers. They didn't just roll up here and just start gunning down everybody. That's not, it didn't work like that. 
They, don't they believe would, that cowboy shit. Don't believe that cowboy and Indian bullshit, okay? Like, they, they, they were authorized to be on this land to do what they did, and they wrote up the policy, and they just followed up on it all the time. So now, you, now that we know the game, it's a legal game, you gotta get up in the you gotta get up in the law book, and and you gotta change some shit. You got to change that constitution at the minimum. Then that's for federal people, you know, change it. Then on the local level, yo, go up in your. You'd be surprised what's on the books. They got old ass laws. Even when when Trump tried to invoke the uh the 1607 shit for him to try to override the governors, they was like, yo, slow down, bro. Like, I run my state, you run your area. Your area is D.C. You can't tell me what to do in my state. But as, state, as the president... Every state is a fucking corporation. Every state is a corporation. Every state... The governor of a state is the president of that of state. state. Of that state. That's why Trump could not bring in the National Guard. The National Guard is a state thing for the governor. Okay, that's why he could, the only thing he can do is run D.C. because that's a territory. Yep. D.C. don't even got voting rights. It's a, it's a fucking district. It's a district. They don't even have voting rights. They the people that live in D.C. they don't they don't have voting rights on the federal level. Okay, they're a territory. So so you know. Yeah, we we unpacked a lot of stuff tonight. Yeah, man, we um, we, we definitely enough. did. I mean, damn, you know, but we you gotta do it sometimes. You gotta do. It. You gotta unpack it. You gotta it's open so the much, book. It's so much shit going on. We just it's open like, a table of contents. That's all we yeah, did. You know, yeah. a table of contents. We'll start, and um, you know, we'll have more educators on here. We'll have people that actually can utilize the common sense area of their brain to utilize more than ten percent. <laughs> of their brain, and 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 we gotta have these conversations because if we don't, we just going down a rabbit hole and we ain't coming back out. You know, everybody no just be duped. You know, we and we can't we can't allow the duping. Like we we not doing it. I'm sorry. You know, the two grumpy men ain't going nowhere. And there's a few podcasts that's out there that you know they that's what yeah, they yeah. doing. They out there. We we, we support them. We keeping it a hundred. Just like you know, all right, you know. We a little we a little more edgy than most, but they feel us, and I I support others. So yeah, we definitely we, we, we going you know we gonna pick up the following. You know, you follow us at IG, the real two grumpy men. You know, hit us up, follow us, follow you back. You know, is that no simple? Doubt. We on we on all the major platforms. Yo, we got merch. We got historical merch. Nobody's doing that. Okay, I don't know why, but we doing it. So it is what it is. You know, wear it proudly. Understand that, you know, you can be approached when you wear certain things. Or people are going to stand back and be like, oh, okay, he wearing that. Okay, he know about that. I can't fuck with him. I'm not going to fuck with him. Teach the babies. Yeah, oh, and one thing about the babies, be careful out there when you have them out there in these protests. Shit get ugly real quick. Why are you even bringing Careful. them to these protests? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It get ugly real quick. You see what's real going quick. on. They real don't quick. care about the people because they have orders. They only follow in orders. So if they, so, if they mean killing your baby, that's what they're going to do because they were given an order. They so get, yeah, because they're out there. Whoever's yeah. out there is out there. So exactly. it so. is what it is. So just be careful, people. Like It's one thing to be 
you know, involved in a movement, but let's look beyond what is being shown to us right now. You know, if anything, we should we should have learned something about the media right now. The people that are looting mostly have been Caucasians. Something is going on right now in that world, because I'm not Caucasian, so I don't know, but something is going on in that world. They're out there for a reason, and it ain't because of George Floyd, okay? Something yeah. is going on. For them to be protesting and telling you to your face, oh yeah, Black Lives Matter. I mean, I mean, no, we, bro. We 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 get we. I think I, I think we know, but we're gonna give we we get into yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> we definitely that. know, but yeah, you, know, you we, can't we, give it all away. Yeah, and, you know, give, in, a, in a couple we'll of give hours. We'll you our thoughts on that next week. We'll tell you. Uh, we'll get we'll, we'll we'll dig into that more <laughs> next week on why on really why. What's right, going right. You know what I mean? But what, what the real shit is, that's true. But yo, the two grumpy men we be back man, next man. week, we, you know. Yo, just follow us, man. You know, we're gonna keep it coming, we're gonna keep it a hundred, and we're gonna be accountable. That's all we could do. That's all we could do. So the two you know grumpy man? men, we out of here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Peace. Peace.